0: Hello everyone and welcome to State of the Realm, your weekly Final Fantasy XIV podcast. This week, we are finally going to be talking about the patch 3.4 story. I say finally, but this is actually a week shorter than we usually do it. Uh, If you guys remember last week, we announced... Now, Eth is already shaking his head no. I don't even have to introduce him, but I'll do it anyway later. Um, You guys know that we usually wait two weeks, but with uh, Fan Festival... Next week, uh, Ethis is going to be sleeping and trying to be on planes for as much as the t- much of his time as possible. So we decided to do it after just a week. It is next week, it is next week. Yeah, you fly
1: to America. Wow, did week. you really forget about that? You yeah,
0: fl- you come to America next week. You're coming You're, to and America, you get, and you get mugged in Las Vegas, like we discussed. Yeah. Coming
1: to America, Prince Aki.
0: There we go. But anyway, uh, why don't we just introduce ourselves real quick. I'm sure you already know who's here based on the topic, but uh, I'm one of your hosts, Michael Mr. Happy Poveromo. Joining me, of course, is Sly, aka Sly the Fox, aka Sly, aka Gray Fox, aka Sly, fuck you for getting the Sophia Mountain instead of me, aka you my boy, Blue. How you doing?
1: I'm great. I'm great. <laughs> like, I really don't, I really don't, like, it's just the bird. I never really do bird farms. I never did pony farms. I never got interested in all that bullshit. What you mean just the bird? It's There's, just a burb. It's, it, it, it's ready. It's ready. People, I'm glad I got do, it. It
2: runs for burbs. I
1: know. People do farm parties all the time for burbs. I don't do that shit. I'm like, okay, you can have it. Plus, I get horrible way. RNG anyway for burbs and mounts. Oh, like, the yes one way. time just the, just the 100 100 God nights. decides to look down on me and he says, fine, you can take it like i really didn't want it but okay i got it yay uh yeah it's just,
2: my, it's just my lamborghini you know it just gets me from a to b it's <laughs> <laughs> and of
3: course uh, also you know. joining
0: us is fs lamborghini asher hello
3: hello hello,
1: hello.
0: hi everyone what's up hi hi, hi. yeah hi Alright, well, on that note, uh, we haven't had Ethis on the show since the patch last week. We had Marion last week to talk about the initial patch impressions. So before we actually get into the story, I want to open the floor open to you, because I want to say open twice in one sentence, uh, mm-hmm. to talk about the patch and how you kind of just rate it overall. Don't need to go into things, you know, topic by topic if you don't want to, but I want to give you the floor so you can state your opinions on this patch.
2: Oh, I think the last two patches we've had have been probably my favorite in terms of story. Um, Absolutely. I feel like, yeah, the the last patch we started to pick up like a really, really good pace, which we haven't really seen during 3.0. And I feel like we're kind of keeping up the momentum at the moment. So I'm really happy with that. Uh, In terms of the content, you know, new raid content's always good. I know people have got mixed feelings about Alexander at the moment, but it is what it is. Uh, the man, mixed feelings
0: about Alexander. You don't say That sounds.
2: Ooh. says no one's ever had mixed feelings about Alexander no. before. No, that's a good point, actually. That's quite true. Yeah, you can't make everyone happy. Um, yeah, I think the dungeons, um, Zolfatol is one of my favorite we've had in Heaven's Ward so far. Uh, Gabal is honestly, a, it's boring, it's very Sainsy. Uh, I'm not like,
0: I went Gabal last week.
2: No, you were praising Self-Atoll last week. Mary and I were talking about Cabal. That's right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's it's good. It's just like it, there's not enough distinction between it and the normal mode But um,
1: with, yeah. with the exception of the last um, the last wing of it. But other
2: than that, it's Yeah. yeah. No, no, it's it's I get it. Last wing
0: because the boss is an owl. Ah. I get it.
2: <laughs> uh, that's terrible. Um, yeah, I pretty much agree yeah. with everything you guys were saying about last week. Well, that's boring that you agree. Well,
0: but at least Goodall had books this time.
2: Yeah, it, I mean, it had three of the same yeah. book at one yeah, point. Yeah, what did but, you
1: think yeah. of the boy and the dragon
2: gay? What did you hmm. think of that? The boy and the gay dragon. <laughs> um, yeah, it's great. <laughs> I think I think it was interesting. Well, here's the thing: we already know this story; we've heard it. That's from the, like,
0: that's the one in the null, the the wyvern mount, right? The wyvern
2: yeah, mount, exactly. yeah. And we also hear it in uh, in the two point oh. Main scenario. There's a point where someone recites it to us in in uh, Cap Dragonhead, um, but it's kind of cool to see the original version of the myth and then like the twisted Ishgardian version of the myth. But it's still like I don't know. I think I, I I wasn't expecting much from the books. I gotta say after they let me down last time.
1: Uh, the meeting of the magi was actually pretty. It, it was a little comical.
3: Yeah, uh, that was a fun bit of trivia. Yeah.
2: Well,
0: am um, glad you're at least enjoying it so far. It's only been a week. Uh, is there anything you haven't gotten to do yet in the patch?
2: Uh, I haven't done Hilda yet. I haven't oh. done: <laughs> oh. I'm waiting for that. I'm waiting. I'm, I'm go waiting. play it after we're done immediately. No, like this is that. this
0: this is the if they made Hildebrand like this every patch, I would not mind it being the way like just 30 minutes basically. See,
2: it's been redeemed. I feel
0: like this Hild- this is easily the funniest. Hildebrand patch. Really? Ever. It's and not I the never... most enter... It's not the most entertaining. Like Gilgamesh yeah. generally was more entertaining mm-hmm. with Ultros. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And of course, the Final Fantasy references were always fun, but we'll talk about Hildebrand a little bit later. Easily my okay. favorite Hildebrand in terms okay. of, co- in All terms right. of uh, comedy.
3: All right.
2: Well, I still got to do that. Um, I've done a little bit of the Savage rating, but not like I haven't gotten way into it yet because we're uh, waiting for a couple of people. Including myself, who are going to be in America very soon. Um, before we really dive into it, what else haven't I done?
3: Well, that's pretty much
2: it. Did you savage?
0: No, I just said that. I Haven't oh. done much. Yeah. I was. I'm sorry. I, I tuned out when I when I was thinking about Hildebrand. <laughs> How funny it was. Give <laughs> <Damn laughs> it, Habs. All right. <laughs> okay. So, what what would you grade this patch? At least, if you want to compare it to the rest of Heaven's Ward, just that, just compared to the rest of Heaven's Ward, in terms of where you would kind of rate it.
3: Mm.
2: I think I think it may well be
0: my favorite patch of Heaven's Wood. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna agree with that now, having it yeah. been a week and the way I'm kind of enjoying it, especially Wonders Tales, which turned out a lot better than I thought yeah. it would, I feel. Um, anyway, let's go into the story then. I didn't bother writing show notes for this because I think we all kind of had our own personal notes on how we wanted to approach different aspects of the story, so i he's got a, he's got a literal fucking notebook. Like, did Pretty you steal, that, did you steal Ethos notebook, his, his fanfic war book? <laughs> no, no,
1: no, I have, I had, like, one notebook for story and then one for Raid. Holy so, shit. Yeah.
0: That's some, uh, some sly scholar right there. Not, Pretty like, much.
2: in-game, but, like, in terms can, of No, oh, no, 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 that'll, that's eventually gonna happen. Like, I heard like, you. Yeah. like can, can you give us a dramatic reading from your notebook on the story? No, because it's just, it's just like an album. It's
1: not, it's nothing oh, special. Cool. That's oh, funny. I'm sure it is. It, it's not like I'm the Garun sure Oracle. Like, I don't, like, special. it's not like a, come on. No, no.
2: Put your glasses on. Come on. Okay.
1: <clears throat> First boss. Eric Hogan's team.
0: I like how you're, you have to hold it in between the microphone and your mouth. So I yeah. can't fucking understand a <laughs> word
3: you're saying. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Uh, First boss error code ten sixteen Apartment number three Server number three (laughs) Um wine is conspicuous
2: Wine is conspicuous yeah, I'm glad I the, blew up your camera yeah, the, to double yeah, screen for that. The
1: scene, the scene with the wine, and we were like, "No, I don't like. No, I don't want any wine.
0: Why did you just draw Garuda naked in that book or something? Uh, You're just making was, shit. I up? wish I did. I really wish I did.
1: I really wish I did. Um,
0: you got Sophia yeah. and Garuda next to each other, page by page.
2: Those pages actually, are stuck you, know, actually,
3: now.
2: What? you know what? so si? the wine. The wine was conspicuous. I was immediately thinking, you know, when he when when he's offering me wine, I'm
3: like. <laughs> Mm, and, no. I,
1: and immediately I said, that's not something Slava do. Pour me a fucking glass of wine. What the <laughs> fuck are you doing? Turn down fucking good wine. And then uh, and then everybody thinks to like Nanimo. I'm like, oh
2: Yeah, exactly. Everybody thinks yeah. to Nanama. And we're and like we've like, like, like sworn off drinking.
1: <laughs> and they're they they're like focusing on the guy pouring the wine and everything, like, really, you're really trying to play this up so bad.
2: I thought it was good, because I think, like, I'm pretty sure everyone would have thought of that. And when we refused... Everybody about, did, yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah not yeah. taking wine
2: from strangers. Not anymore.
3: Okay, not
0: anymore. so we got a lot of story to cover here. Um, most mm-hmm. of us have done most of it. Uh, just to mm-hmm. cover, uh, Scholasticate and all three of us have not done. So, um, at some point, one of these two will have done it, and I probably still won't have, because I still haven't even done 3.1 Scholasticate yet. Um, but uh, we won't be talking about it, because we can't. It's, it's impossible. So, main story: Alexander and Hildebrand, technology. Hildebrand and uh, Warren Triad. Those will be the four big things. And of course, like dungeons, because Cabal has its own thing going on there. Okay. So we're gonna start with the main story. Uh, first of all, main story of this patch. Glad they had the. the I, I, every time I see the warning for how long I'm gonna be doing something, I'm always happy
3: because yeah. it means that yeah. there's yeah. going to
0: be a deep story there. <clears throat> um, how do we feel this? This main story kind of held up to the prior patches. It was almost like an end, another end like dragon song that 's what I
1: keep fucking yeah. saying and I get tired of these fucking semi conclusions, knowing damn well we got another patch or two depending um to kind of make it seem finite i guess uh, it's just drawing it's just bringing one story to a close, another like Maria head up until four which is the um reclamation of Alamigo, but even still, I don't like. I don't like this feeling of completion. I right do. Like, I don't like feeling I, incomplete. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't like it now. That's what I'm saying. I don't like it. It, it feels like everything. Oh, is drawn after we to just a close. had a
0: conclusion, yeah. Yeah, conclusion, yeah. We conclusion. had
1: a just had a conclusion. Now we have another conclusion.
0: Like, and Warriors of Darkness is really one of those stories that you kind of anticipated going much longer it's not over technically but we won't see them for a while now it'll it, it'll be a while before they become the centerpiece again
2: i i feel like the closing of the warriors of darkness story is closing up something much bigger that's been going on since you know 2.0 and maybe earlier which is us being like what the fuck is this planet what is hyaline what is the rejoining what is the sundering? What is the Calamities, what's this all about? So I feel like it's not like a sudden thing of oh, the Warriors done mm-hmm. are here and, and now we're done with them. I feel like it's, it's been a way to uh, sort of bring forward this this bigger issue. Uh, all
0: right, so let's, let's kind of do this chronologically because the way the patch begins is kind of almost like the way all the their Realm Reborn patches began. Primals are doing bad things. Mm-hmm. Beastmen are doing bad things because and they're summoning primals. That's why you go to Zelfatol... That's why you eventually confront the kobolds in Ogamoro, which was actually fantastic. That was probably one of the better looks we've had at sort of how the beastmen feel regarding mm-hmm. um, their relations right. with, the, with the enlightened races. At least I felt that way. And also, Gabu, cute little thing. His parents are dead, but that's that's nice that thing. Just <laughs> makes yeah,
1: and, Ethos, to... I wanted to ask you about that. What, um, what did you think of us revisiting um, Titan
2: for this instance, for uh, the story. For Titan in particular? Yeah. Um, I thought it was really interesting. I thought it was a really clever way to do it. You know, same instance, different dialogue, uh, mm-hmm. doing it um, uh, unsynced. Yeah, it was, it was... That was, it was the, the fun part, doing it unsynced? Yeah. <laughs> I think so. It's fun. I'm like, oh, I got an excuse to do Titan hard unsynced.
0: I like that, I, again, you mentioned the dialogue in particular, where he's repeating mm-hmm. the exact same words as Gabu. I uh-huh. wonder, do you have any theories on how that sort of plays to the sort of nature of primals? Because it's very different from the Titan hard mode that we encounter when summoned by the kobolds looking to, you know, take revenge sure. against the other races.
2: Sure. Well, it's consistent with everything we know about primals is, you know, you, you, you don't necessarily have to be worshipping, but you have to, you know, will it. Uh, into existence and it's taking the the image and the essence of you know the thing that's already there um it's uh, what happened with titan there was really similar to enkidu to be honest in the the type of summoning yeah there were crystals
0: nearby and they just sort of like you
2: said willed it yeah exactly what's more Um, interesting
0: i felt was the will of the primal itself was sort of changed because at that moment gabu kind of hated the Kobolds themselves. Yeah. He almost had like yeah. a, a moment of, sun. and that's kind of why Titan turns on them. He even turns on Gabu, even yeah. though Gabu is the one who summoned him just because he hates all Kobolds. And he sort of infused that belief into this.
2: Yeah. Well, the, the primals mm-hmm. are an instrument of the, you know, the will, of the people that's uh, of the people that summon them. And that's why the Asians are always uh, getting involved in the politics and sort of pitting the, the base races against you know, against the spoken people and saying, oh, you know, they're doing this, they're doing that, the Imperials are invading. Um, they need them to be summoning for the right reasons. Whereas you, if you look at something like Ramu, Ramu's summoned by, uh, you know, relatively, you know, peaceful and pacifist kind of tribe. And he doesn't really cause as much trouble as a result of that, which is, you know, kind of frustrating for the Asians.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm. it's just, it's kind of almost, and my chat just mentioned it, concerning that it was, the, like, the, literally crystals were nearby. He didn't even try to summon Titan. He didn't say, like, oh, I want Titan here. I'm going to summon Titan. He literally just like, yeah. I'm crying over my parents, and there's crystals nearby. It's like, if it was this easy, where the fuck are all the other summits that could be summoned like this? Well,
2: it's because he already always- was that god.
0: Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah in
1: hindsight, if it, like hasn't it always been that easy? Because um, emotion is what drives people to will our primal to existence. So man, it's really that easy.
0: I'm surprised we don't have a million primals running. Around. Like somebody, everybody believes in something. That's what the twelve are for. I'm surprised they have never just willed into existence like that.
2: Yeah, that's actually a good point. I mean, in, in places with you know high concentrations of ether, if someone like got really pissed off in the middle of Modona and
3: Mm.
2: you know some sort of apparition of Ralgar suddenly appeared to be like okay
1: all right wasn't Um, that mentioned in in the story that someone wanted to uh summon ralger
0: well they mentioned the alamegans around the level 20 quest line tried to summon ralger and so it's not it's not unreasonable they wouldn't try again yeah basically
2: so i guess the only the only explanation we'd have for the reason you know there's no bunch of promos running around is again there's no enough density of crystals everywhere so,
0: we beat up Titan, and then we're, we, we, start, we finally delve into Alameda. I mean, we no, over... I,
1: they really didn't do anything. It, the MVP was the Carbuncle.
0: Yeah, Carbuncle jumping on his... <laughs> yeah, Car, Carby <sighs> was the
1: MVP right there.
0: <sighs> I was like, how did Alphino teleport when he's in combat? That's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> that was all I had to say. He just left that duty, and his Carbuncle stayed in there. That's like an extra fucking party member when it comes yeah. to that. I was jealous of him and his carbuncle this patch quite frequently. It seems like he's stuck stuck with Obsidian entirely also this patch.
2: Yeah, he's on a good thing there, isn't he?
0: Yeah. Speaking of which, Eggie Glammers. Those made it into 3.4, right? (laughs) No, no, don't worry, guys. 3.5. They said it in an interview. It's it's real this time. I promise. (laughs) Absolutely. This time. Yeah, this time. This time. Things will be different. All right. So we we wrap up with Titan. We beat him again. You know, the, again the a Realm Reborn story told all over again. Whatever, but we mm-hmm. finally start investigating Alamigo. and, or at least the resistance of the Alamoans, and we're introduced to a character that we've been teased for a while now, known as the Griffin.
1: Mm-hmm. Was it really the Griffin?
0: Well, we were introduced to a fake one, and the real one is shown later to us in a cutscene.
1: So, who are we thinking the fake one is? Because everybody pretty much has an idea. I know I. I think it's Elbert. You know, Elbert
0: to me seems like the dead giveaway. He didn't appear until after you meet him in the 3.0 story and, Mm -hmm. and he runs and he gets away and you never see him again. Mm -hmm. That's, that's pretty much why it's, I believe it's gotta be Elbert, but I thought Mm -hmm. it was funny because if you talk to one of the NPCs, they mentioned that they don't know what the mask is for and maybe he's just all scarred up and that the Garleans are looking for him. It almost felt like they were teasing the idea of it being Gaius yeah. When uh, when that happened,
2: because it was like, oh, oh, is that is that it? They were they were teasing that a lot, to be honest, talking about how he's a tactical genius and how he doesn't let anyone come close enough to him that they'd be able to like recognize any of his features and stuff like that. It is definitely teasing the idea of him being a gun Um But I don't know, was that the real one that we saw at the end? Because I mean, that could have just been another fake one. I value like the Assians are talking to him. He's probably the real
1: one. Exactly.
0: The Asians waited for the fake one to walk away before they talked to that one, and I think yeah. they're a little smarter than people with, with eyes.
2: Well, you know, the Asians have been duped plenty of times. They got fucking duped by Thor and they should have seen duped the, the of shit play. out of him. Yeah.
1: Plus, didn't guys have the most interaction with Labrea anyway? Yeah. So yeah, makes sense. Guys got
0: played like a fool. Labrea was just a bitch. That's all that happened to him. He was just an yeah, idiot. that's true.
1: That's
0: true. Um, so, yeah, so we're introduced to that. I mean, again, there's no doubt we're going to Alamigo. Like, there yeah, hasn't been, for, there has not been for a long time. This only, the fact that they've now introduced the Alamigan Resistance as a primary point. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's all but written that in a week and a half, we'll find out that Stormblood is on its way. <laughs> yeah, buddy. I'm, I'm, I actually do think that's going to end up being the expansion's name at this point. I think it's a good name. Stormblood. I mean, we went, over, we went over this when it was teased how it has so many cross meanings. I mean, you made a video talking about Ida's heritage, which is a clear Ooh. likelihood. Mm-hmm. Um, Stormblood, you know, Ralger is the god of storms, is one of them. And uh, Ida is likely, as you've said, poten- or at least potentially. And we'll talk about that because when we're introduced to Alamigo, things get really weird with Ida really quickly. Oh, yeah. Um What's more interesting? So speaking of Ida's interactions, somebody recognizes Ida, right? Says, "Hey, you're Ida. Mm-hmm. It's been mm-hmm. twenty years.
1: I remember when you were
0: little and yeah. you were signing up for every mission. Am I? Am I the only one who's beginning to think maybe that's not actually Ida, and that's like, that's actually somebody else? Because she has like no. It's almost like she has no idea who she's talking to, and not because she was too young to remember, but because she's never met him.
1: Really. He- you think it's a. Uh, um,
0: the mask is the, the case. case of. Yeah, I think the mask you think it's the case there. of uh,
1: identity theft?
0: No, I think it's. I think it's Papalimo's pro- probably something cooked up by Papalimo because he implies that he found her in Gridania at some point, which, you know, being on the border of Alamigo, and he deliberately tried to hide her identity. That's what the mask was for. He gave her mm-hmm. the mask, is what's revealed. Oh.
1: Yeah, and the funny, uh, I like the funny little bit of dialogue when we were talking about uh, the Griffin in particular and talking about masks, and then all of a sudden, like, they're, Eda was talking about masks, and then all of a sudden everybody looks at Eda like, bitch, where are you going to remove your mask?
0: And it's not like Eda's been hiding in the Alamegan Resistance. How come now Gundabald Caesar? Like, they've been working with the Alamegan Resistance
2: for, like, fucking patches now. And he's like, yeah. hey, it is you. Yeah, they've been all over the place. They've been in the field, though. They haven't, like, been hanging out in Little Alamigo the whole time. I
0: guess, Although some of the cutscenes look like they're directly in Little Alamigo, from mm-hmm. what we saw yeah, in, uh, in some of the patches. Um, and that is worth mentioning. When did she... But well, she got a new mask, because her mask was cut. Well, yeah, he, her mask
1: broke. Yeah yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. yeah,
0: Not all the way, but it cut.
1: Not all the way, but you got a, a little piece on the eye. That's it.
0: I don't feel about this introduction to Alamigos, our interactions with the Alamigans. They don't seem to trust the science of the Seventh Dawn. Although they do seem to have massive respect. In fact, the, the fake the fake Griffin is actually Galleon from... Uh, or I believe it's Galleon from uh, around the level 20, 21 main story quest where you make medicine over yeah, that's at the right. Mm-hmm. Um, which was a nice little tie because that's an NPC I would have never known. I remembered that NPC in that quest, but I didn't know his name. I, think I was that, trying to
1: figure that shit out. I them. think Galleon might hmm. just be the
0: quest giver's name, not the actual guy who you saved with the medicine's name. Um... Maybe. Something along those Am lines. Am I muted? No, you're not muted. No, you're not. You just haven't been speaking. <laughs> I mean, that's one do way I of muting yourself this... by not speaking. Um, how do we like this introduction to Alamigo? So, now you're doing it on purpose, fuckface. Um, <laughs> how do we like this introduction to Alamigo, building towards the beginning of the... Because I, I think we're both in agreement we'll probably have a 3.5 and a 3.55. 5, not yes. just one patch. Um, and mm. those will both have extending story elements leading into the expansion, but was this a good introduction?
1: Yeah, I think it was a good, pretty good introduction into, like, kind of slowly bringing us to Alamigo, uh, which will eventually come to a head probably 3.5 or 2.5. So, yeah, it's, it's like, with everything closing now, yeah, this is, I've, even though I don't like everything closing the way it did, um this is still a good way to kind of
2: segue us into uh, the Reclamation of Alamigo and everything like that. What about you, Edis? Um, I think that when we compare it to the last couple of patches of, uh, of 2.x and the way that we're like introduced to all the main players in, mm-hmm. uh, in Emmerich, in Lucia, arguably, um, I don't think we've really seen that yet here. We've got this Griffin guy. That's all we've really picked up. Um, we've got hints at Nero coming back into the fray, which is something I've got mixed feelings about. Um, but I think, I think there's still a lot more to be revealed before we can start thinking about uh, the direction of the, of the story for 4.0. All right.
0: Well, after uh, we, we originally go there thinking they're going to try to summon Ralger because we find out that someone in Ishgard is supplying mm-hmm. these sources with crystals, Mm -hmm. that's kind of something Mm -hmm. that they sweep under the rug we raid the warehouse they found out that they shipped some to uh the alamegan resistance basically and uh, first of all did they did they i might have missed it explicitly state who in ishgard it was supplying them because they gave a name
2: um who was it i don't remember it was um basically uh imperial spies that used to work for Ryu and now... Um,
0: well, yeah, uh, I remember that role. Yeah, Ellen, El, uh, Elion uh, Ryu. But yeah. in, in Ishgard specifically, it's just people... It's just they were in Ishgard and they just stole their supplies? Yeah, it seems that Okay. okay. That's what I, I, see, I... was I was wondering if there was... Yeah. More kind of underhanded shit going on, specifically in Ishgard. Uh, basically, with, like,
2: she them. she's got a network. She had a network. Had Ivy. All through the realm, and uh now they're Astian puppets. that's Okay,
0: well that makes sense.
2: Hmm. I
0: guess. Yeah. Um, sure. So we think they're going to summon ralgar I still think Ralgar's is going to end up being a boss. I mean, he's one of the twelve, but I I don't know. I have a feeling yeah, we're going to hope so.
2: This. I hope so. Yeah.
0: It'd be nice to fight one of the twelve. We we always kind of look up to them, and it's never really... it's, like, it's They're never really made as villains, so fighting one would so, be a very different So do you approach. think
1: that will be uh, our warring triad in 4.0? No, be I'd be more 12. likely
0: to believe that to be a... The thing is, I want to believe Omega himself is going to be the final boss of 4.0, directly 4.0. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. Or Ralger. I'd like one of those two, but Ralger could also just straight up be a, a primal that we end up yeah. fighting.
1: Yeah, and that's what I was like, saying. Like, we're not going to end up like confronting all of the 12. But...
0: No, just Ralger.
2: I wouldn't expect Ralker. us to fight anyone except Ralger. Okay. But that would be a really important development as well because um, uh, basically no one realizes at the moment that they can be summoned as primals, or the 12 can be summoned, and there's no difference between them and the primals. You know, they we think that our gods are real gods. Um, and that was the whole point of the, the whole cover-up of the binding coil, was that uh, you know, Louis didn't want people to know that they could summon primals. Um, so I think that having Ralga summoned is going to be a catalyst for a whole bunch of people realizing that they can summon the 12 in the same way that the beast traps summon their gods. And it's also going to be uh, subsequently a catalyst for the empire who doesn't know that humans can summon primals either. Um, And the fact that, you know, they want to commit genocide against the beast tribes for that reason. And now, you know, anyone can do it. Yeah. So there's a conflict. Do do they
0: drive themselves into madness and try to plunge the entire world? Like, kill everything, or...
2: And I feel like, at the moment, you know, with the things that we've overcome recently, and we're seeming, you know, more and more fucking overpowered, um, we really do need to raise the stakes in some way. And I think uh, a summoning of Ralga that everyone was privy to would absolutely serve to do that. Well, hopefully we
0: face him in 4.0. But Ralga doesn't make an appearance. They actually reveal that the Alamegans gave the crystals to the Amalgia Mm -hmm. to coerce them to fight against the empire when called. Mm -hmm. And what that leads to is it's actually a huge plot set up by somebody who we've been, we were kind of introduced to and you're given a one liner to identify who it is. Mm -hmm. Um, An entire event sent to put up light against darkness. And that is that the Warriors of Darkness, they go, they, it's, they it seems they have already killed Ifrit by the time you get there, because the bowl of mm-hmm. embers is actually there already. And then a bunch of Amalja are KO'd. And the Warriors of Darkness, well, Warrior, Paladin, Bard, Black Mage, and White Mage, which, by the way, they did something clever with the names for the Warriors of Darkness. I don't know if you noticed. They named them after the Final Fantasy three jobs, where the Warriors of Darkness are actually yep. from. The Devout, the um, ma- the Magus... Ranger, um, the Ooh. Ranger, the Knight, and the Warrior. Yeah. Those are all names of, uh, of jobs from Final Fantasy III. Okay. Kryle is also wearing a devout outfit. So mm-hmm. I just, I like pointing that out from time to time.
1: And we actually get the, we actually finally get all the names of the Warriors of Darkness.
0: Yeah, which we all are already expecting Ethis to quiz us on in three weeks. I only remember Arbert and Julie. Which is the Barbara,
1: is the, Blenhurst, uh Jehumo, Nolly Bear, and I forget the
0: And and her, uh, which one do you forget?
1: The the Lafell. La La Something. La Something.
3: La <laughs> Something.
1: Great,
0: great name. La La Fell. Okay. <laughs> la La Fell.
3: <laughs>
0: uh, how was this how do how did we like this confrontation, the direct confrontation with the Warriors of Darkness? That mage confirmed. <laughs> More like Mystic Knight, I felt like, because she. The thing is, she does nothing but auto attack. Yeah, that's all. Like that's all she does. She does auto attack, and then she
2: she cleaves the world in half. Look, that's that's true, but we got Um Thancred using ninja abilities in a very different way to how ninja actually presented itself when it was released. Um, but I yeah, I think this is definitely something like a Mystic Knight or a Spellblade or a Rune Fencer. Uh, mm-hmm. they're pretty much all the same thing, aren't they? Do we do we all agree that this is definitely teasing a, a new job? Yeah. Yes. I don't yeah. know what yet, but they
0: between Ilbert and the Alamegans in general seeming yeah, to yeah. have an affinity same. for yeah. for spellsword type things and Alice yeah. having traveled and followed them and kind of watched mm-hmm. this conflict from afar, I can't help but feel mm-hmm. like it's it's all leading towards some sort of spell sword.
2: Okay. And do we think that's gonna be a four job? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I
0: Hard. don't think Alisa's armor is going to represent its art- artifact gear, though. Some people <laughs> might <I would> have <laughs> no, been talking no about. I don't actually like... She's the, hers is Artifact armor made by Tazaru. I mean, that I'm down for, but just not that outfit. That'll happen one day. Yeah. So speaking of Alisa, we kind of glanced over the one scene that Coil affected.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's a scene where, after Gabu has seen the death of his parents, you've beaten Titan, you're mm-hmm. kind of just hoping Gabu recovers... Um mm-hmm. Alice is sitting out on a cliff in Camp Overlook and you have a discussion with her and that discussion in particular can go different ways depending on how much of Coil you've completed she speaks about her father about the events in Coil depending on how far you actually made it pretty mm-hmm. much I don't know if this was enough for them like this this cutscene was fine and all but I don't know that it was enough and I enough knew people were going to
1: say that I yeah. knew people were going to say that like was it going to be enough and I kind of expected this I kind of expected, yeah, it would just be maybe something in passing or maybe one scene. Like, I wasn't expecting it to affect the whole entire story. Like, so I, I pretty much got what I expected out of it. What about you, Atlas?
2: I, I think it was enough. I think it was sufficient. I wasn't expecting very much. I wasn't expecting a couple lines to change. But I feel like what did change was sufficient to, um, to recognize and to make us feel like we had some history with Alize. Because if we hadn't done Coil, when we're seeing Alize in this patch, it's going to be like one of the first times we've actually seen her since level twenty-ish. Since at yeah. ab- since the quest immediately all, following, it's going yeah. to be one of the first times we've seen her at all. We're going to barely, you know, barely know her. Um, all of what we know of Alize and all of the the I guess camaraderie we've had with her has been through Coil, and I was worried. Uh, before I knew that the dialogue was going to change when they brought her back in, I was worried that if and when she did come back in, she would sort of be a stranger to us, mm-hmm. um, which would be a real shame. And I think that, uh, yeah, this, this was definitely sufficient to uh, alleviate that.
1: Now, one thing um, we, we talked about, the, the fight with the Warriors of Darkness, um, one thing we haven't really touched with Alize is how the the entire story, she is really fucking crass with uh, Uriandia for, for mm-hmm. rightfully so, rightfully mm-hmm. so, and then, and then it comes to a head when we actually fight the Warriors of Darkness and, um, J, Uri- Uri- uh, comes and, you know, he betrays the Warriors of Darkness, so to speak, and, um, It was an inside was job. A- Who, an yeah, inside you predict- job. You predicted it was Who an was inside like, job, right? This- I didn't, I had no idea. I really had no idea that Uriand was a double agent. I didn't, that didn't occur to me. This guy. We're all like, Fucking, like, fuck Uriand Fuck this dude. Why are we still with him? Why are we doing this? And, and then all of fair, a sudden...
2: Okay. He didn't, he didn't actually betray anyone.
0: But it, but it only appeared that way to Alisa. Like, she, she admits yeah. that she didn't want to but believe I mean, that. I
2: mean, he didn't, he didn't really betray the Warriors of Darkness either. He was, he was working for them and for us and lying to both of us and, you know, making the best result for both of us. He fucking saved everyone. Pretty much. Yeah. 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 So it's uh, not, it's not like he's like, fuck the warriors of darkness. You know, I'm on, I'm on team source. Um, he saved them. He saved us. He saved everyone. He's a, he's fucking here. at it. Uh, now
0: I want to go back to Alisa real quick. What options did you guys choose for Alsa, By the way, of the three, I chose oh. I chose to ask I chose to tell her about Alphano and and us going back to the Hinterlands, which was, mm-hmm. you know, their land which they were they were infants when they left the Hinterlands yeah. to go back to the motherland, but uh that's the one I chose for the dialogue. Okay. What about you guys?
1: I think I chose the dialogue option about us um about um Justinian and uh Is
2: that, yeah, I chose fighting?
1: That yeah, yeah. yeah, that seemed to be interesting though.
0: The final one, from what I can tell, is asking her about the carriage that she, that mm. if she was the one who this, sent it, and she tells you that a bunch of drunk braves told her what was happening. They were drunk. And they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna get the warrior of darkness. Yeah, he's getting, to yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, silly little girl. Okay, there you go. And Dude,
2: that's, that's apparently true. how that's she that's found it. That's your drunk impression. <laughs> she yeah. said it was a bit too late for her to like do anything else other than send a carriage." Hey, I was honestly,
0: hey, it, went, it came full circle getting the guy from the fucking start of the game to come back yeah. at the end of 2.55. Yeah. So I think yeah. it was adequate what she, what she was able to do. Um, okay, so moving back from all station. So now we have, the, we have the head-to-head with the Warriors of Darkness. By the way, fuck them and their Echo. That's bullshit. Our <laughs> Echo doesn't work like that. We don't get the red no. people mid-fight. We don't
1: get the red mid-fight and then continue to fucking fight. And then get buffed. They get stacks
0: yeah. of
2: the Echo. Well, they, yeah. don't, have, they, they don't have buddies. That's true.
0: They literally yeah, don't they, have bodies. They are dead. And they're
2: better at the echo than we are. You know, everyone's better at the echo than we are. The Asians are so, much better at the echo than we are. So the new strat for
1: a raid is just for us to just die and just Yeah, can you, I just
2: not have a body can, anymore
1: then? Yeah, not people? the not have a body and get buffed every time we die. Oh, oh raid will go easy this time. Yeah, we'll clear the first fucking day. Be all about like, that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> easy. Oh, but then you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to use uh raid food or potions, would you? No, oh, no, we wouldn't.
1: You, know, yeah,
0: yeah,
2: you know, you'd be a You <laughs> Wouldn't need
0: to. You're, you're, you're invincible,
1: <laughs> pretty much.
0: Enrage? I laugh at your enrage. Do you think <laughs> that's what?
1: Well, we can continue after enrage. Let, let's let her. Let's just let her enrage. Okay. Do you think that's
2: what Dev might is? The devs just don't have bodies. Yeah, that explains. That explain it. Pretty
0: much. Yeah, they're invincible. Um, so the big thing with this event, um. First of all, if this is how they play in a balance warrior, making them have a fire AoE on Tomahawk, AoE home gang, <laughs> and that is not, if that's what they're doing to warrior in, uh, in 4.0, I, let me just say that yeah. that is the opposite of nerfing and balancing. <laughs> I'd like to put that out there, first of all. Uh, second of all, we, we finally figure out what Uriand J has been building up to all this mm-hmm. time. Like The Warriors of Darkness mm-hmm. tell you that one life for, for one world.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, before we, like, delve into this, I just want want to throw this out there as kind of like breaking the fourth wall kind of thing. Do you think they're, like, in essence, and and this is just a stretch, it's a huge stretch, but do you think their world they're referencing to is 1.0?
0: No. No. It's made pretty clear what what world they're referring to, which we'll talk about when we actually get to, because there's a huge reveal about... Where a where, uh, specifically uh, mm-hmm. our star stands in regards to why the warriors of darkness even exist in the first place, much. Okay. So we find out that Orion J actually arranged this entire thing specifically mm-hmm. to put light against dark, and call all of those all six of those crystals of light into one place so that they mm-hmm. could communicate directly with the word of the mother. That's a hell of a plan, dude. You think it could have told us, like... like you, I could still could have gone, even if you told me. And I, I like how the way of hiding... The way of hiding around Jay... We only see the top half of it. I mean, we yeah. only see the bottom half of his face for the yeah. entire... This mm-hmm. like, the half
2: that we haven't seen.
3: So,
0: yeah, just cover yeah. the bottom yeah. half and then give him luxurious, long, Estinian-like hair. Like, like every Ellison has, apparently.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
1: You he. you said he, he said he was uh, the second sexiest Ellison. Yep. Yeah, behind Estinian.
0: No, okay. I reckon
2: he's the sexiest. just saying.
0: Yeah. I reckon yeah. he wins. I don't know. I feel like a Stinian, Stinian surprised me
2: more. Nah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Stinian made you feel feelings. Yeah, it made me feel the, feelings. Those
1: long, flowing locks? Was it, was it the locks?
0: It was everything.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> that staff, though. Yeah. I mean, that, 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 that uh, spear, though. Um, so he shows up. He takes the fucking veil off. He's like, "Yeah, you can see my facial hair now, so you know it's me." Uh, and,
2: and then, then suddenly, Alfredo's uh, and I was like, "I know that beard." <laughs>
0: <laughs> he didn't even take it off when he figured it out. He he said that before. He's like, "My God, mm-hmm. Jay. And then uh, then you so then you go up and you do this whole like limit break charging thing against the Warriors of Darkness, and you go first. We learn Alice can uh, can cleave the world in half, apparently. Mm-hmm. Uh, Red Mage LB incoming. Just, just saying. That's what. That's what the caster. That's what her their caster LB is going to be. LB three. It's going to be the sword charging, and then they do the huge AOE, and it hits everything in the area. Yeah, and I hope so. That's yeah. That's going to be the the Red Mage LB three. Um, although, then again, I guess it depends on if they classify more as a mage and more as a melee. Assuming that's even what we get, probably more as a mage. They got mage in the in the name. So it's automatic.
2: Well, I mean, depending on depending on how they name it, it could well have sword in the name as well. That's true. Or, fencer. Fencer. or fencer.
0: That would be more like a class. I feel fencer. It makes more sense. That sounds more mm. like a class name, like thalmaturge. Oh, we're not getting classed. Thank God. <laughs> no more fucking classes ever again, please. So she beats them, and we're like, "Yeah, we did it." And they're like. Dude, we don't have bodies, man. (laughs) Like, the only reason we were able to come here is because we renunciated our flesh, or whatever the fuck they said. Renounced our flesh. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of a weird thing to reveal. They they could have just told me that they used the crystals, but no, they had to literally strip themselves of their flesh to come to, as they refer to our world, as the source. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's where we're going to dive into next. Because we learn, unsurprisingly, that there are a lot of, there are a bunch of parallel stars out there. Mm-hmm. All sort of based on Heidelin's image, which is our planet. And they've all had different, different sorts of events happen. Five of them, I think they said, have been consumed by darkness. One of them, which is the one that they're from, the Warriors of Darkness, is actually being consumed by light.
2: It is actually the other way around. Well... We've had, we've had seven calamities, right? Right. And what each of those calamities are doing is forcing Heidelin to bring one of those shards back into the source. So that's seven worlds that have been consumed by Heidelin, effectively destroyed. Um, you know, everything re- returning to the live stream. Uh, one of them has been consumed by darkness. That's the void. That gives us a strong And that's world number 13. I think Yeah, that's world world number 13. Well, I mean, like... That's
0: fine, because number 13 was just a void to me anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Eventually, eventually lightning's in France
2: doing Louis Vuitton shooting, so... Yeah. So, basically, we find that, um, you know, if darkness is allowed to consume, it becomes the void. But if light is allowed to consume, it becomes something very similar. So, the Warriors of Darkness, they were the Warriors of Light on the first... And the light is so powerful there that they think the light is about to consume their world and turn it into something like the void. So Elidibus convinced them that that's going to happen. And the only way to prevent it from happening is to come to the source and to force more rejoining so that their world is completely consumed and they're all allowed to die. So that's like the real tragedies that they've been forced into this position where they believe that uh destroying their world is preferable and the only option they have left to sort of save it and redeem it to prevent it from becoming like the void yeah and
0: it's kind of fucked up because yeah. at, at this point they they so some people have been saying that that means that there's a shit ton of worlds out there for us to explore the problem still being we still have a body that we need I don't think we'll be getting rid of our... I mean, don't get me wrong, I don't think... It's not like Hydaelyn couldn't send us from the source to one of these other locations. I'd imagine, at the very least, she has the power to do that.
1: But that won't be for a while.
0: That wouldn't be for a long time. And that's even if that's possible. Like, we may still follow those rules where we can't without that level of sacrifice.
2: I don't think we will necessarily follow those rules because we are from the source. Yeah, that's my only thing.
0: Yeah. What is the opposite of the void? Purgatory. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I'd say that a world consumed by light is probably purgatory, in a sense. So we're, so we're explaining this, we're explaining the source, we're explained how these shards, those parallel worlds... Some people thought that maybe Bahamut destroyed the Warriors of Darkness world because basically he brought upon a, calam- why, a calamity why, of light.
1: That's why I brought up the whole 1.0 kind of
0: that, That's
1: what te- a lot of people
0: think. Well, te- <laughs> so technically... But Bahamut did, did destroy one of those parallel universes, but yeah. not because he went to that world and
2: destroyed it, because no, he... No, because he, he weakened Heidelin to the point where Hydaelyn was forced to consume one of those worlds.
0: Yes. So, yeah. he is to blame, and it's possible that the Warriors of Darkness, their worlds, that light is, you know, Megaf- like, Megaflare is basically a giant light in the sky, but no, it's it's it's, Im- not, it's, it's implied not. that they just did
2: so much good that there's no yeah.
0: darkness at
2: all.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that- their, world,
2: their world hasn't been consumed. Well they they want they they were trying to make their world be consumed. If if our last calamity had consumed their world, that would have been exactly what they're trying to do at the moment. Um, no, they they've done like you say, they've done too much good. They've pushed back the darkness so far that it's about to become something like the void. So they've come here to make Basically, to escalate another calamity so that their world will, will be properly consumed in the way that Bahamut consumes whichever one that uh, was consumed when that happened.
1: So uh, you're saying there needs to be a
2: balance?
0: Yes, that's the that's the entire oh, that's point. the theme.
1: No, that's I the theme. okay, Sophie was right. Then Sophie was right. There needs no, to be equilibrium.
2: No, I don't. I, I don't think there has to be e- e- equilibrium. It it seems to me that what Highland well, what the word of the mother is implying anyway, is that uh, the light needs to be stronger than the dark and we do need to like push out the darkness and stuff like that. But there still needs to be some, there still needs to be something. And that's why she was saying that she would travel to the first and <clears throat> excuse me, and make sure that she brought enough light onto herself to make sure that it wouldn't be consumed. That's not to say that she's trying to bring equilibrium and there needs to be like as much darkness as there is light. There just needs to be some. It just needs to be
0: some darkness, and that's interesting. Uh, So this is actually Mm -hmm. finally the patch where we basically brought together the entire science of the Seventh Dawn. Since that that Mm -hmm. point, we've been working towards the Mm -hmm. one, the one thing being it. Menphilia gains consciousness as Menphilia again before before the word of the mother takes her to the first, Mm -hmm. basically. And I thought that was that was interesting.
1: Well, we get that scene with uh, Philamine. At, right
2: after yeah. yeah, Yeah, it, it seemed that um, the word of the mother actually released her and that it wasn't like a temporary thing. It was uh, Heidelin, she said to the Warriors of Darkness that basically what they'd done on their world uh, had created enough light and given her enough power that she could actually release Minphilia to operate as a, an emissary rather than as this sort of parasite. Um, and that she could send Minfilia off to the first and act as her a- emissary and kind of deal with all of that bullshit uh, without Heidelin having to, you know, expend herself in any way. And she could still remain, you know, present.
0: And that's good, to th- that's, that's good for the point of the story that Heidelin has gotten stronger mm-hmm. again. She yeah. has indeed gained a, a great deal of her strength back. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I Minfilia mean, is now basically Doctor Who. She's going to be traveling through space and time, bringing light onto herself. With so, if we see months. her in Final Fantasy XV, it's because she can just travel between worlds now. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, got it. Got yeah. it. Okay. So, the uh, the whole multiverse theory has been coming up a lot again. And people saying, Oh, the 13th, that must be Final Fantasy XIII because, you know, the end of Lightning returns, it becomes kind of like the void. I'm like, Yeah, but y- y- Lightning appears in our world. Before Final Fantasy uh, before Lightning returns rather, and at that time we already have the Void. So
3: Mm. no, I don't, I don't,
0: I don't think it has anything directly to do with the other Final Fantasy games. No, it's funny because everyone was like, the Warriors of Darkness, their world was consumed, and everyone's like, well, Final Fantasy XI is kind of, you know, on the
2: break. (laughs) So (laughs) is that? How
1: many Final Fantasies have like the (laughs) multiverse theory?
2: Oh, I've got cool. so many people just insisting this. It's like it's. It, I think it's everyone's favorite. Guys, fan guys, 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 guys,
0: guys. Wait, wait, wait. elegance Just, <laughs> just remember. That's all you gotta say. That's all you
1: gotta say. Because, like, you could you can throw thirteen in. You, hell, I, like, I'm even gonna go there because it's my favorite. Tempest. Yeah. The nine and nine meet nine because they do that shit over and over and over and over yeah. again. And yeah, like
2: exactly it's like it's like when you it's like final fantasy 10 to you know having uh what's his name shinra people are like mm-hmm. oh my god that confirms that it's the same world as final fantasy 7 just in the past i'm like yeah well you know they also have like uh moogles and and chocobos in both of those mm-hmm. you know and it ret- doesn't ret- ret- ha- <laughs> it doesn't
0: help that the the director or or the somebody who somebody who worked on Final Fantasy X said well you know maybe sometime you know in another world somebody heard of the Shinra and decided to oh. make a thing yeah he didn't <laughs> help that theory at all no. no no or I mean he did help it he didn't help you know yeah. not it not being a thing
2: and and Final also Fantasy. there isn't another Final Fantasy world that has Lullafell's Mikote and Ringed and no Final Fantasy World. So if family, we were
0: the source and they were all built on us, yeah in theory, yeah. yeah. And that's and that is true. You have to remember the Warriors of Darkness aren't the same Warriors of Darkness from three, even though they follow the job yeah. system. They are yeah. they're copies of
2: our same races. Yeah so there is a final fantasy 14 multiverse but it is not the same as what people like to think of the final Fantasy, somehow
1: somehow greg got here
2: greg gets everywhere he came from one of the other worlds that's fine
0: greg greg literally travels between the games that's his thing like he actually is able to travel through the games and hell maybe world 13 being the void is like enough to create the connection but world 13 mm-hmm. itself is still just world 13 right yeah no, it's not final fantasy 13 why so would I... why would world 13 be where the final fantasy three final bosses if it was final fantasy like 13 like it doesn't make any fucking sense
2: i i i did have this um this thought though Um, that maybe when each of these calamities happen and we end up having to absorb, you know, one of the shards back into the source, maybe it actually does affect the source in some way and it changes something. And it makes me feel like maybe whatever shard that was destroyed in our calamity uh, was like an alternate universe where Final Fantasy XIV was like a good game. And (laughs) we just absorbed that in (laughs) ourselves.
3: Yeah, we just absorb that into
0: our into our source. Yeah, yeah
3: exactly.
2: Yeah. So really, we kind of have the Asians to thank for the Final Fantasy fourteen being playable. Yeah, we all. don't have the people who made the game. Just we have the a- no, As- not the devs. Alligans.
1: Not the devs. Not Bahamut. Hey, hey
0: My immersion. All right. Okay. Fine. Allegans. By the way, is our world World Fourteen?
1: No, our world's
0: the source. But I mean, is the source World Fourteen? <laughs>
2: No, I think it's more like World Zero,
0: you know? Yeah. I just have to ask, because it's 14. Mm. You know? Final yeah. Fantasy 4, they do yeah, it all the time.
2: Uh, yeah, we know where you're going. Mm. Just like, remember we're how going.
0: surprised you were when I explained the number the number 15 game, why it was called 1 plus 14? Because it was mm-hmm. the number game from Final Fantasy 1, but it was in Final Fantasy 14, and it was the game's called number 15. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. It's
2: it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So very clever.
0: So the Warriors of Darkness, I mean, I actually kind of had that theory when you were on last time when we were kind of Mm. discussing what we thought, where the Warriors of Darkness actually were trying to achieve the same goal as us in a sense, but but, uh, by a different means. And it seems that that's... Because by the time the Warriors of Darkness leave, they respect the Warrior of Light of this world. And they just want to make sure that our world isn't destroyed since their world now is a second chance.
2: Yeah. Well, their world was never going to be let destroyed. Heidelin basically saying she was going to find a way um, and that she's not like Zodiac and she's not about consuming world. She wants people to live and, you know, have lives and be free. Um, it's just that Elidibus had somehow convinced the Warriors of Darkness that Heidelin uh, that didn't give a shit and that she was going to let him be consumed. Although he was pretty pissed, he's like, "Oh, now we deserve your attention." For yeah, all this well, fucking time. She well, she couldn't talk to them before. They're all the way yeah. on that, you know, and um, and she didn't
0: have a voice without Menphilia. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so we wrap up their story. Minfilia goes with them to the first. Um, Warriors of Darkness are out of our world for the time being. They still. The question is, and the, they they raise this in the stories: if they'll have bodies when they get back, because their bodies are gone. No, they, so they yeah. did. Yeah, that's the thing. It's it's implied that she it looks like she takes their souls. Which, by the way, remember yeah. the patch name is Soul Surrender, and they, the whole yeah. idea is that they surrendered themselves to allow themselves to travel between worlds. Yeah, that yeah. is the, where the patch name comes from. We agree with that, right? They're sacrificed yeah. to. Okay. I
2: mean, she they're dead. She's sending. She's taking their souls back to sort of the live stream around their shard, but they're dead. They have the Echo, so their souls will like, stay together and we might be able to see them again. But no, they're not like returning back to their world uh, properly in their bodies.
0: Well, I guess we'll have to wait to see what Heidelin actually could do for them, yeah. in a sense. But we know we're not done with them for good. Minfilia will uh, eventually come back. Are you
3: sure? I so mean, people, even, even Yoshi
0: P said we're done with them for now. Okay. He said four now in that interview, so.
3: Mm.
1: So you think there's a reason we need them in the future?
2: Or a reason they need us. Well, it could be (laughs) another set of Warriors of Darkness we see in the future. You know, we've got these other worlds still to deal with.
1: So you think we're going to go through this shit again?
3: We
0: might. Not this shit, but we'll definitely, it's not not done. It's not done. So after that head-to-head with the Warriors of Darkness, all the Scions come together in the rising stones and they make mention of Moonbrita, which by the way, the the text on the wind up Moonbrita is fucking creepy as shit. Yeah, it's a little bit of a worry. He, it literally implies that Louis Swan made this this minion to, to like Uriang I'm J. sorry, Orion J made this minion to Fap2. Like it's implied It says that it, says, it it makes a specific note that it's anatomically correct Mm-hmm. And that our oh, other maze. Let me read the whole thing. That, that Orion J was doing God knows what with it, and honestly, you'd probably rather not know. <laughs> and it was made Im- immediately after her, her death.
2: It's a bit morbid, isn't
0: it? Dick's out for Moonbrita. There you go. Orion J's is, at least. God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> He's like, oh, I love you. I love you so much. I need the lotion.
1: (laughs) That is terrible. How many other minions do we have that are anatomically correct? But this
0: one notes that it's anatomically correct. First of all, when you make a minion, why are you making it anatomically correct in the first place? He designed (laughs) it deliberately to be that way.
2: She even has an O face. It's not anatomically correct. But it says it is. Yeah, but it's, yeah. It's, a it's,
0: a <laughs> it's, it's a sex minion. It's a sex minion. When that one says passive, you just know that that's what Orion J made it. Mm. <laughs> he didn't. <laughs> uh, it's obedient, that's for sure.
1: So you can beckon it.
0: Yeah, there you go. You can yeah, beckon the shit done. out of that minion. You there you go. All right. <laughs> anatomically correct, more like anatomically erect. <laughs> I'm reading my chat for that one, thank you uh, so then we get after their little reunion um, we find Ida's still nervous as shit and it still seems like she's it's still just, we don't know what the fuck's going on She's on edge she's really, on edge. really, really on edge like mm-hmm. desperately on edge and then we get the two extra scenes at the end the first yep. one is the fake griffin galleon talking to the real griffin, unnamed who's then talking to Elidibus and mm-hmm. what the fuck does Oliver's gift the Griffin?
1: The eyes.
0: The eyes of Nidhogg. Because we're not ice.
1: we're not done with those yet. Like even though we're done with Nidhogg, we're not done with those. Those
0: are I mean, those could still be used to to store ether. They're just they just don't have any res- yeah, they just don't they have any reserves anymore. Storm. That's true. Mm-hmm. And uh Rolger could sure use some some ether. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's so a, and he's a member of the twelve, so he needs a lot.
2: What do we think this is telling us about who the Griffin might be? He's consorting with Albert.
0: He... It's definitely Elbert. <laughs>
2: sure. Ilbert's so
0: desperate. Here's the thing. If Elidibus already knows, if he's already worked with this person before, it implies it's Gaius. Because <laughs> but Elidibus, but he worked with La Habrea, not Elidibus. But, yeah, Elidibus doesn't, yeah. doesn't work. but we don't yeah. but we don't know that he never had contact with Elidibus. It's That's never true. it's only that shown that he's yeah. had contact with La Habrea. Um, the other thing is that Ilbert's just so fucking desperate. We all know how the Ascians love to breed on people being desperate to achieve something. But I
1: don't see Ilbert in a leadership role. Though. He and will.
0: He's wanted to be all his life. He's
1: wanted to be, but I just don't see it, like, even now.
0: And that would explain okay. why he has somebody else speak for him. Because he's, he might yeah. be in, even if he wasn't much of a leadership role, he isn't. He's having somebody else speak on his behalf.
2: Oh, he likes to speak, though.
1: He oh, likes, yeah, he does. He loves the well, sound of his own yeah. voice.
2: What, so what we do know of the Griffin as well is that he's some kind of tactical genius and he has like an inside mm. knowledge of Garland tactics. Now, do we think that's
1: Ilbert?
2: That's what I keep saying. Like, he's the leader of the Crystal Braves but other than that there was nothing really to like point to him being any kind of particularly uh, genius. tactical genius. Here's the thing, like we see, we see the Gryphon consorting with the Asians and we think, all right, Gaius would not do that again. But I can't help but suspect that Gaius might do that for exactly the same reason as Thornton was doing it, in that he has plans to just absolutely fuck the Asians. Yeah. I mean, Gaius don't forget is- what... When- Yes. When we
0: were initially shown Thordon, you know, he like, we, they show him just standing in front of everyone, and both um, La Habre and Elidibus are behind yeah. him, and then
2: we know yeah. that they can sort with him eventually. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, Gaius is a tactical genius. That's like his whole MO. That's what he was all about. Yeah. So, there's that. I just can't help but feel like this, this whole bit about, you know, them having inside knowledge of Garland tactics makes me think that it must be a galleon. Well, what, a Galen.
0: what's what's more interesting is that Ellen uh, Royale, how how is hmm. her name pronounced? I think it's Royale, Roy, yeah, Roy, whatever it is, fucking the Ivy. Um, she's hmm. the source of the crystals that was given to that Alamegan resistance and she yep. was working for the the Garleans, mm-hmm. And she's since been completely, you know, abandoned by them since she's been caught. Yeah. So but it wouldn't. It's not far fetched that you know, Gaius was one of her masters. We have yeah. Ver, Ver, we have Varus as another yeah. one. Yeah. Um. I believe Solus was when he was alive. Yeah. Um. I mean, what was his name? I think it wasn't Solus. Was it? What was the name of the old yeah. emperor who died? Was yeah. it Solus? Solus Solus. Solus Okay. Um. So she has, and if she's the one providing the crystals, then it's not far to. It's not far fetched that it might, and especially with who they reveal in the final final scene of. You know, definitely yeah. being of Garlean descent.
2: Yeah, of course. Then... Well, I think there's there's a there's a possibility that Nero might be the Griffin as well because he's wanted to keep people away from him for the same reason as Gaius might. Uh, he's got insider knowledge of uh, you know Garlean military, which would make him seem like a tactical genius to an outside observer, and it would tie in uh, you know what's going on with the resistance with Omega Weapon, and would give me that. Um, well, I wanted to see of, you know, Ilbert using the Omega weapon to try and take back Alamego. Well, you could still see something very similar to that. So mm-hmm. there's definitely a few, there's a few different options for who the Gryphon might be. Or it might be none of the above and it might be the We're secret wrong.
3: heir
2: to the Alamegan throne Maybe it's his dad. Who the fuck knows? Yeah, who knows.
0: Um, and then we have the final, final scene, which we've already alluded to, where Nero is brought back into the fray and he has... Finally, after all this time of Omega being just one of those things that's kind of whispered in this main story, he, mm-hmm. a- he goes, he finds what looks to be the activation panel of Omega, and Omega himself even begins stirring the land when, he, when mm-hmm. you see Nero there. So, Omega is going to be very important very soon.
1: How important are we thinking that Omega going to be? He's going to be, efficient. I
0: feel like he's the center point of conflict in 4.0.
1: Center so. point main story, or is it a... Main
0: story. Now, I hope that they, they kind of... And we'll talk about this when we get to Alexander, because they tried to do it very last minute and didn't work well at all. But I hope they try to tie it to something you've done as part of the main story, mm-hmm. as opposed to just making it its own separate entity and not just, oh, here's a cutscene at the end that ties in the raid and just teases the raid. And I hope it is something that... Especially with story mode at this point, like, you can't be afraid mm-hmm. of making the raid as, like, really, you know part of the main story because you've already created this
2: level at which anyone can complete it yeah i think it needs to be it needs to all be tied in the same way the warring triad like you need to do the warring triad you've got to if you want to get a complete understanding of the story the warring Triad's very important to it yeah so um but nero i mean he's back i wonder if his dialogue
0: will be different if we've completed crystal tower just like alice's was different if oh, I completed so. coil I do hope
2: so i'm I'm kind of frustrated that he's back because he he changed so much as a character through Crystal Tower, and I feel like putting him back into the story, even if there's a couple of dialogue changes, he's still got to revert back to this pissing contest with uh with Sid, Sid yeah yeah, and I feel like that's i don't know I, I thought we'd move beyond that a little bit
0: yeah. I guess I can kind of respect it. I, I like the way how he threw away the meter at the end, but then there's everyone always wondered what was that tease at the end for when it it clicked one more time? Everyone thought it was Eureka being mm-hmm. under the crystal tower since that would be a, a great point of power, something that he probably wouldn't be able to pick up from the surface, especially um, but it also it could also be implied that it picked up anything, and he rushed yeah. back down to get it to track it down, and he never like his moment of revelation actually didn't mean anything.
3: mm mm-hmm.
0: so. Those yeah, are kind the, of the possibilities I've toyed with, in a sense. Um, one thing that my chat wants us to touch upon is Tipsamati being gifted by Monphilia to um, to the Scions. Something I kind of overlooked. <laughs> I didn't even realize it was gone, yeah. to be
1: honest. Yeah. Now, um, what, what, what do you think the reason... We killed an
2: with it Le- Le- once before.
1: What do you think the reason that Papalimo Le- needs...
2: Ex Machina. Yeah, okay, so Papalimo's Papa got it. Um... I think this is really the only reason, is that it's a deus ex machina, it's a Chekhov's gun, whatever you want to call it. It's something that can do anything that it needs to do. If we've got it in our possession, there's going to be so many times in the 4.0 main scenario where we'll be like, why the fuck wouldn't we just use tube money to kill that thing? Whereas if it's not literally in our back pocket, Papa Limo can conveniently show up when we need to use it and that sort of uh, I guess, averts that problem. Um, but I know a lot of people are feeling kind of sus about giving it to Papalimo and that maybe that might come back to bite us in the ass in some way.
0: Uh, I mean, it could. I don't think it will, I don't think honest. it will. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it will. I don't think Papalimo is one of those characters we need to be concerned about other no. than what he's hid from us with Ida.
2: Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, is, do you think they're false.
1: playing on that? Do you think they're really playing on...
0: I think we'll get a lot of four, our four explanation point, four, of four Ida. Ida. Mm. I think in three point five, even we'll get a lot of our explanation about Ida from Papalimo directly. Like he's yeah, yeah. gonna be telling the ju- like honestly, you know how they have Edmont doing a lot of the narration. Like I wouldn't be surprised if Papalimo Papalino is the one. And that's, that's the other question. Who the was fuck, who geek. the
1: who the fuck was the narrator? <laughs> that's what was killing me the entire time. I'm like it can't be it can't be Alphano or an older Alphano. Who the fuck was narrating? There are a couple of different voices narrating. At
0: one, ati- at one point, I thought it was Papalimo. One especially- of them definitely
2: was Papalimo. But then I'm who sure. the fuck in- was the other one? I'm not sure.
0: Because it was not one voice. That's the thing. I heard like the very first part was a voice I didn't recognize. So I was like, who the fuck is this? The second point was Papalimo. And then there's a third yeah, one, yeah. which goes back to the first voice. I'm like, who the fuck am I listening to?
2: Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure, to be honest. elegance. There you go. Yeah, elegance, right.
0: Yeah. When, um, in doubt, yeah. when in doubt, elegance. Um, also, there's mention of Elidibus following Minfilia to the first world, so maybe mm-hmm. that leads to some conflict regarding the why they need to come back to us. Yeah,
2: well, that that brings me back to this idea that I've got that Elidibus is basically Minfilia's equivalent, that Elidibus is the word of the father. Some uh, Some people... Uh, well, I have one
0: person saying in the chat that it might be Anwa,
1: and I did. I thought so for a minute I because even, I remember I didn't even I remember Anwar. Anwar, uh, uh, voice. I'm like, this can't be Anwa because he's not really a central point in the story. And in in in,
0: Jap- in the Japan version, it, the voice is very consistent, and it is Papalimo's mm-hmm. voice the entire time in the Japanese okay. audio.
2: Yeah, I think I think it was Papalimo. We we got a, a little bit of Orianger in there as well. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I think I think it's supposed to be Papalimo. Um yeah, I
0: don't think Anwa I don't think Anwa doesn't like
1: after he's not central to the story.
0: after 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 what's his name's fucking trying to flex and act like a badass part with Anwa where he's like uh oh, what wait sir? Hello? What are you doing? I don't think we've have, we haven't heard or heard him since so yeah. Yeah Um that's I'm 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 curious to see. How if Papalimo ends up being our Edmont going forward until we wrap up the Alamigo story.
3: Mm, yeah, maybe.
0: He, I mean he's kind of he's been kind of hiding this from us for like twenty years. Yeah,
2: that's true. So it's not I wanna take Edmont with us. I want Edmont to be our like bud. Our book writer. Yeah. If in three point three
0: Papalimo closes a book, I'm gonna punch Square Enix in the face for doing it twice. That's, that's, that's all I'm gonna say. I'm gonna you only get one. One. you only, yeah, only get one. Yeah, we only get
1: one. There was only one Heaven's Ward, Everybody and that was one. Edmont. Like, who? who like, are they gonna have a a yeah. diary for uh four for Stormblood? Or Stormblood
0: Stormblood Viking job confirmed? Another job in Final Fantasy three by the Yeah. So <laughs> Other Final Fantasy three. Well,
1: time. we've read Vikings marauder basically. From Viking, yeah, Ma- yeah, Viking
0: is a tank with two axes basically.
3: We're, uh, we're gonna
1: be a warrior that can talk to dragons, so we're gonna be the Dovah King. That's but our new drops
2: came from the far frigid north, and they brought marauding. Marauder is Viking. They're, they're, that's it is Viking. Then
0: the Alamegans are going to be marauders and monks. Speaking of which, have you considered the option that what's-his-fucking-face from the Monk storyline is fucking Griffin?
2: Um, no, but I have entertained the idea that he might be the... The Astinian. Secret, ...the secret heir which would make him the Astinian, which yeah. would power. I, re- I remember you mentioning that in the Ida, yeah. in the Ida video. Yeah, yeah. I would love that. I would love to see that.
0: Okay, so main story overall... I think, Ethis, you said this was your favorite one of the expansion?
2: Yeah, the last two, I reckon, have been pretty much on the same level for me. What about you, Sly?
1: Uh, agreed. I, you know, I don't like the whole completion. I don't like that it. the
0: Warriors of Darkness, like, they were they were brought to us, they were, they were dicked in the back half for two patches, and then we finished mm. with them.
1: Yeah. So, even still, like, a good, a solid story patch. Solid. They'll, they'll be Not back. great but solid. Marvin. They'll be back. They'll be back.
0: Okay, so we have three other pieces of the story and we've already spent a large chunk of the show talking about the main story. So let's we're gonna probably try to keep our thoughts a little bit more concise with this one. and it's easy sure. to do. It's easy to do because these other stories mm-hmm. aren't nearly as long and a lot of them one of them in particular is ending specifically again and that's Alexander. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is the conclusion to bring Alexander's story full circle, quite literally full circle. <laughs> ah, time loop. And I liked it, but it only because of the explanation of who Al- what Alexander actually was. Not the not I'm the primal I'm the mad summit. we ain't
1: getting no fucking cheese.
0: Yeah, after all that, no gobby cheese.
1: No gobby no. cheese.
0: God damn it. It's very disappointing. I agree. Uh, um, I I like their explanation of what Alexander was, mm-hmm. but not all of what we saw. It was fun fucking with time and like seeing. Do you time feel like? You.
1: Do you feel like uh, if we would have got this explanation a little bit earlier in one of the earlier? I would have liked it a, a Alex-
0: lot earlier.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. Just checking. Uh, what about you, Ethos? Do you think it would have warranted uh, the explanation for Alexander early rather than?
2: in no no I, I liked it here and um looking back it seems like they they set that up from the beginning really really mm-hmm. well and i'm surprised that like we didn't sort of guess it um no i like having the reveal like that it, it felt like a tng episode to me you know the way it sort of wrapped up um think, what do you don't you think
1: yeah, it did kind a lot of TNGs.
2: Yeah. No, I yeah. really liked it. Although I think the, the 1.0 reference, I think that was shoe so Stupid, yeah. I think there was that no was. There's no way like, they had that
0: considered back when tro when Travashay or Travansh nah. or
2: Well, was. no, obviously not, but but uh well they had they had to wrap that up somehow because that was a, a storyline that was never gonna be concluded. Um right. but I can't help but feel like it was only after they were listening to feedback when alexander came out of all of us saying oh but you know by Coil was so much better because it wrapped up 1.0 and it died with 1.0 so it was like oh you like 1.0 times drum <laughs> shade <laughs> <laughs> and this weird horn thing
0: so speaking of the horn can we list all of the, the the references to like shit that like is based on Alexander's travel through time Because what we eventually mm-hmm. learn through all of this is that Alexander as a primal as mm-hmm. an entity um, s- sees all outcomes and he see he sees every path he see he's seen versions of the world that he's destroyed he's seen versions of the world and where he actually I love I love when they say he rises and stops a calamity because that makes me
1: think of Final Fantasy 9 and that's what <laughs> and, confused me about the is. Like itself within Alexander, when we get to that point, and I had to go back and look at what, like while I'm DPS, I am looking down at what's happening. What the fuck like, is that, then? Oh, that's us. That's, that's me.
2: That's that was really cool. Yeah, really you f- you
0: find out that in the fight that when you go into the portals and kill the four ads, you're actually killing them in order to save yourself from the in the past.
2: Yeah, yeah, and it also it also implies that um that quick Thinks wasn't invoking alexander to attack us there that was just part of what alexander's plan was and what he was doing yeah mm-hmm. uh, what we learn eventually
0: is that quick Thinks never had control and that yeah. all of this was no. alexander's way of sort of preventing himself from being used as a weapon so that this was the timeline was
1: completely fucking useless
0: this was the timeline that he deemed was a necessity that he deemed yeah. himself too dangerous
2: to exist well he's decided and again you know pretty pretty cheesy and pretty sort of in theme with the way the warrior of light is treated he's decided that like the best of all possible futures is the one in which you know the fate of the world and all potential worlds is his in hands the hands of, of the warrior of light. light yeah and so i mean he seizes he basically sees his own
0: demise he sees his own demise at the hands of the warrior of light as a as an outcome that is best for the world. He's not evil, is ultimately what we're mm-hmm. taught here. Yeah. Um, and that everything since the beginning has been decided. So much so that they go and they actually describe, it's weird how they go back and describe it. So we find out, so here are the time paradox I can think of. We save ourselves in the middle of the Alexander fight. We save mm-hmm. us, Sid, Biggs, and Wedge, or Round Rocks, uh, mm-hmm. all from the, that divine judgment or whatever, continuity mm-hmm. disalignment, whatever it's called. And then you find out that Mide and Diane actually go back and birth an entire tribe of Al Ra after yeah. coming out of a steel
2: colossus. Yeah, they, they do a they do a fry, they're their own grandparents. Yeah. That's really <laughs> fucking weird.
0: <laughs> that was like and those things are really cool. Like, I feel like the Alexander Time theme came through pretty strong here. And there were yeah, a lot of like yeah. And yeah, then you yeah. find out Shinoa was Alexander the whole fucking time, basically. <laughs> a physical fucking emissary. And then you find out that fucking Shinoah was actually a cat from the past, and... So, Mm -hmm. fucking, it's all over the place. It's the same
1: cat from two different fucking timelines. Like, I'm I'm sitting there looking like, are there two fucking... Like, wait, who's that cat? Oh, wait, that's Genoa. And then it does the same thing twice in a
0: row. Yeah. It basically says... It basically completely orchestrates the cat... Completely orchestrates everything. Everything yes. it was, re- and we actually joked about this. We're gonna find out the cat is actually the last boss. In a way, we were right. Strange. And that was see. That's the thing. Like when I'm speaking about Alexander, it's nice to be able to like laugh and enjoy and go, "Oh man," because that's not been the story for Alexander.
1: Like this sort of emotion. No, no. Like the last two tiers of Alexander. No, no one cared until now and then we actually go back and look at everything that's been done like oh okay. But that's what makes uh, this so rewarding and it, like it was just- uh, oh, But
3: it, I, I wish like, it would
1: have came sooner. Know, like like is- if you to if you're going to make it if you're gonna make it about time, like fine. Good. Okay, we get everything now. Like that doesn't rectify mm-hmm. what we've had the last two tiers of Alexander. That doesn't rectify mm-hmm. it. it it still makes it for a good story. Mm. But still like for us to get it now and get the explanation, uh, like I just, feel like they kind of shoot, like they kind of shoot under Like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna explain everything at the end.
2: You Ooh. just want instant gratification. Yes, because no, we were wanting I, that shit like just, the
0: first Here's the thing. Years. Here's no, the thing. I think it, it's so worth it. Here's the thing. I don't think it's worth having waited since 3.0, uh, basically 14 months, Preach! to have to have gotten to this point. I shouldn't. I shouldn't loathe. Doing Alexander because I don't. I'm not interested in the story until the very end. It's a good mm-hmm. ending, but that's you don't. It's not how you make people interested in your content.
1: You don't exactly.
0: You know what I mean.
1: I mean, were we wanting for this in Coil? No, because the Coil story was actually pretty. See, the thing is, until even
0: until though the first Coil had a god awful story, and okay. that was a common complaint, but second Coil immediately redeems it and pretty much lets all the 1.0 people jerk off in the corner I- happy and then and then in final coil they jerk off again and it's even better this time because mm. they brought lube that's basically look. how coil goes and then on top of that you have the end of the era trailer which you find out was only half of the actual trailer because then you have yeah, of yeah, Truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: look with coil we knew it was going somewhere uh we we knew we knew that whatever was going to happen it was going to go somewhere it was going to be epic with alexander people were doubting that it was going anywhere and when all these things were being built up, people were like, oh, this is shit, I'm not getting, you know, it's not rewarding, it's not going anywhere. It's like, why, why would you think that they're going to write a shitty storyline? I just at at no point, I was saying the whole time, I was saying, no, they're building up to something, the conclusion is going to be fucking awesome, and the anticipation was, was building. But people, they didn't believe that. They thought that it was going to fall on its face.
0: It does. It does kind of add some element to the uh, the old parts of the story to know that it was basically all orchestrated before yeah. you even began and things like that. But it doesn't make it more interesting when I did it a year and a half ago. That doesn't mm. make me go back and go, "Wow, I really enjoy mm-hmm. that part of the story more." No, because I didn't enjoy it then. It's mean I'm. I guess that's just about your it. expectations then. I would just like to say, if I'm going to wait six months between being told a story, I want that story to be satisfying every time. Each time it's told to me, I don't want and to you be. Don't- you don't think that the first two were satisfying at I all? I feel like the first no. one basically, uh, basically... Not at all. So everything that End of the Era did sort mm-hmm. of made even the shitty first coil forgivable. Even just fighting on Bahamut's hand and then seeing Louis Sois and Nail with no further information was endlessly more entertaining because you had already seen what Bahamut was capable of. Alexander, we never got to see mm-hmm. what he was capable of until basically this patch, which yep. was the huge bit... Like, if they had just yeah, told us point. that that Alexander had these powers at the beginning, mm-hmm. then it would have been immediately more interesting to me. Well, there we were was, told I, in, the, in the last year that he had these powers. We were told but we, was, it was explained at the very end. Basically, we beat yeah. bro- yeah. something away just, from the
1: fight yeah. Itself. Yeah, it takes nothing away from the fight itself, but like really no explanation why we're fighting Voltron.
3: mhm yeah, but it's basically just, you,
2: where the he... story was structured really wasn't that different from, from, uh, from Coil, aside from the fact that, as you say, we'd already seen what Bahama was capable of firsthand. Mm. But, uh, yeah. And they more directly tied it into the main story. When you when yes. you're
0: celebrating the victory over the Empire, dude runs up and says a primal has awakened, and the whole land shakes, and everybody realizes it's Bahamut, and everyone yeah. panics.
1: Yeah, yeah, So basically, if we would have saw the Divine Judgment somewhere in the Heaven's War trailer, you probably would have been a little more more hype about it. When we, and when hell, you... if
0: he's got the power power of time, why didn't he just why didn't they just fucking use that as an excuse to put teasers in the game? prior mm-hmm. to like some sort of event that alexander had orchestrated as part of his grand plan they could have just they void arc they could avoid arced him and just stuck him somewhere mm-hmm. and occasionally like a random event that involves alexander well then all of a sudden could. yeah they still could but it doesn't it doesn't have the impact anymore because no. the whole point no. was timing no. i don't i don't care that the void arc is out there flying that much anymore it was really cool before it came out though mm. The, and that's another game. Void Ark prepared itself its anticipation very well. What is that ship out in the sky? Wow, holy shit, who noticed that? When does it come? All of a sudden, there's this huge
2: sense of mystery and anticipation for something we yeah, know nothing don't, about. You don't think Alexander was like that when we first went to the hinterlands, and there's this big bubble, and there's these weird ruins here. I'm like, what the fuck is that? And Not there's a good, like, several hours of questing. Really. No, because that could have been anything. I, I didn't, I didn't yeah. go, like...
0: When you see a ship out in the sky then you get the like lunar whale theories and you get and yep. then you know you see the images and you find out there was there was something more about seeing the ship than seeing an empty space with a barrier around it.
1: Mm-hmm. it I idea. mean there's a lot interesting they could have done with Alexander with the whole thing. Alexander should go back
0: and fix his own fucking story is what I'm trying to say.
1: They they could have even done the near bullshit like where it affects our fucking inventory or something with us. Like where where you fuck up or something, like, it affects something in your own character. Like, they could have done so so much, like, so much with Alexander that they really didn't. Yeah.
0: Having said this was a good conclusion, I just wish that the quality of the story had been not equal, because that's not, you can't really expect that the climax to be the same quality as the, as, you know, the beginning and middle. But it would have been nice if they were closer to the quality of mm. this way second and final coil felt a lot closer than uh than second and fi- then second and first did. But overall, Alexander story, good way to end it. Um mm. we'll move on to a story that all of us have actually done next, and that's the Warring Triad, which was not that
2: satisfying this patch at all. Oh come no! on. Bullshit. No! <laughs> really? So really? Really? Dude, we learned really? we learned a whole new Mercidian yeah. Yes. So we've we've learned of this whole United Meridian world of all these different races that worship this goddess, and we've learned of of this goddess's plan to destroy the Alleghan Empire from the inside. It was so cool. She's she got herself deliberately captured, made a, a, a like a backdoor you know coding bullshit to get herself released with which she was planning to immediately proceed and go and release Bahamut and just completely destroy Alec uh, from the inside. Well that awesome. didn't fucking work because you fucked it up millennia ago. <laughs> no.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: Exactly. But we also get the fact that we've got all these ads that are wearing phleg flag- phlegathon gear. Phlegathon gear. Um, what what were the other ones? Uh 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 what's the name of the boss with the, the dog heads? Cerberus no Silent. yeah 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 yeah, uh yeah there's her set and there's uh what's his name punchy gladio 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 yeah Gladio. um yes we got those three sets so we've got a we got a tie-in between you know the allegan uh sort of revolutionaries and the merosidians and they're Sort of operating in cahoots with one another, we've been told that you know the Mericidians had these sympathizers on the inside, which is obviously you know Legavon's people we learned a lot about Alec in this patch. It was really
3: yeah a-
0: yeah, you know how we learned it though in a few fucking sentences, and it was no? i didn't it I had it had so little effect on me those few sentences
1: really <sighs> really. Like really? it was the fact, cool. that, the fact that they're stuck in their own era because they. think That's you're... where most of our lore reveals come from.
3: Yeah,
0: but it's most of our lore reveals are, are, are more exciting. <laughs> they're a little more exciting than this. Oh, you just said. And yeah, I also yeah. and I also found that Sephiroth's entry in the book was far more interesting than Sophia's entry in the book at the end.
3: Yeah. Oh uh, well, they're well. Great. I don't
0: know about that. Why do you, Why do you think Sephiroth is more interesting? I don't know. I mean. This whole, I guess maybe it's just this whole theme of, of balance. Clearly, Eye for an Eye is is the theme here. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> she wants, it, the problem is her version of equilibrium basically leads to the de- de- destruction of the entire world. Because it's mm-hmm. it's basically the seventh calamity, again, is what she's yeah. trying to try and So do what rest. you're saying
1: is she's a tank.
0: Well, or, the, or the the sixth calamity. My bad, the sixth calamity.
2: She seems to be conscious of the rejoining in a way, because, like you say, equilibrium being this sort of nihilistic e- equilibrium. And yes, Sickle havoc. I need a haircut. I know that. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, is that is that when you you know you join all the shards together, you end up with nothingness basically?
3: Mm-hmm. And it seems
2: like her kind of equilibrium is uh, is very much the same thing. Um, I'll throw another thing at you with with equilibrium and with the uh, the scales as a motif. Now, we the interesting thing about Sephiroth and uh, Azima sharing a symbol, right, and and somehow that makes its way into Thalun. Well, mm. let's think about the uh, the standard of Uldan and the Immortal Flames, and the fact that that's a scale that's a scale is very much the same as uh, Sophia. I'm pretty sure there's a connection there as well. Just saying. I mean, mean, my chat's kind of explaining it. So do you
1: think, um, sorry to interrupt you. Do you think that each of the warm triad are um, kind of based within one of the city states, like within their belief system? So yeah, I
2: think I think it. Well, I think more importantly, we're going to find that each of the Warring Triad uh, are like the the sort of seeds or the genesis of uh, concepts of uh, one of the modern twelve. You know, mm-hmm. Sephiroth is the genesis of Azima, it seems. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm thinking, you know, Nald Thal being, you know, very much about balance that, uh, that we're looking at Saphir as the, as the genesis of Nal Thal. And that's, that's fucking tight as shit.
1: And Nal Thal built,
2: with, uh, if I
1: remember money,
2: correct. right? Yeah, but, uh, that's only when we get to Uldar. you know, when, yeah. when we've got Belladier, we've got balancing, uh, what is it? Uh, might and knowledge. And uh, then all Uldar's like, fuck knowledge. We're, ba- we're-, we're balancing might and money. <laughs> so it's the way that, um, you know, these concepts of, of, of whatever god it is, is, you know, evolving, being corrupted, uh, deteriorating, however you want to put it. Um, I think we're still in each of the warring triad. We're looking at the genesis of modern gods, which Aeorsians worship today. And that's tight as shit. I just, so somebody described it
0: Pretty well. When I read Sephiroth's entry, it was great to learn how he was born from a sacred tree, and that the and that these tree people, the way the tree people worshipped him, and explain the size of the Alligans. And mm-hmm. I mean, we already knew that, like you said, we already knew that the Alligans were um, there were some that were rebelling against mm-hmm. the uh, mm-hmm. the regime, I guess, of Zande of Tezande. But there were a lot more than some. It was like a popular uprising. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, um,
0: we've already discussed that it was reasonable that the that the Maricidians allied themselves with a portions of this resistance or portions of the Maricidians. Like, mm-hmm. none of that feels new to me. Those are all things that we were pretty sure we were right about anyway. It's like, oh, so all right. we were right. Here's, on- here's something that's new for you.
2: Okay, Maricidia is still inhabited. I've heard you saying before that you reckon Maricidia would still be pretty pretty much fucked up,
0: right? It's still so fucked up. That doesn't mean no one can live there,
2: right? Well Whoa. Uri Urian Jay's saying when he hears the, the Mericidian dialogue, he's like, Oh, that doesn't sound like anything they speak in Meris City, it's a day. And I was like, Oh shit. He knows civilized. You know, there's still yeah. like people in Meris City and they're still like obviously speaking languages and doing shit. That's pretty
0: tight. That's nice. Yeah. I guess you know what I think is lacking for me from this entire <laughs> warring <nonsense>. triad. <laughs> <What>? That's nice. <laughs> That's nice. I think what's <laughs> lacking for me is I, I dislike the degree of direct interaction we have with the triad themselves. Ring told all these things about them. But when we go, yeah. oh, Sephiroth breaks out, he goes, who the fuck are you? And he tries yeah. to beat the shit out of Sophia goes, you break, so we let Sophia out, she goes, who the fuck are you? I don't care. Fuck it. Balance. I'm gonna somehow I'm going to turn this into a giant scale and I'm going to make you yeah. count odds and evens and shit.
2: Well, that was weird because we got the voice actor for her, and when mm. we heard the voice actor in the trailer, we were all thinking oh shit, we're going to get some dialogue with her and I was surprised well, that we did. I was really surprised um, that we did, to be honest.
0: No, Doma is on Authard. for those yeah. asking if Doma is on Mer City. No, Doma is on Authard,
1: no. the continent to the east. Mara City is like Antarctica. And we're not, we're not there's, there's no civilization south, there. South. there there's not going to be probably any civilization in Doma. Unless they're trying to. You know. Yeah, well, as know. soon as
0: we found out she had a voice actor, I thought we were going to get actual dialogue with her yeah. and sort of digging no. back into the third the third era. But no. Yeah, no it's, it's just battle dialogue. Just yeah, battle dialogue. Cool. That's all. Could care less. It's cool. Yeah. I'll read it. I'll read it between the lines maybe once or twice. But uh, can you bring Equilibrium?
1: Sure. Bring a warrior.
0: Yep. Bring eight. <clears throat> Why not? Sophia's the best Astro ever. She only draws balance. <laughs> There you
1: go. Mm. And
0: uh, I'm sure Zervon won't be any more majestic than this. And we've already. And no, long- we'll
1: probably get dialogue with uh, Zervon, yeah, yeah. too. Oh,
0: Come yeah, well, more uh, in combat dialogue. Fantastic.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I really hope the Warring Triad has a wrap up in 3.55 and not 3.5. I'll be incredibly disappointed if it's like, well, we beat Zervon. So so you, still, you
1: still want your Tower of the Gods.
0: I, I, it's not even that. I, want, I don't feel like it can end in a satisfactory manner with us just defeating Zervon.
2: I agree with that. I think we need another intermediary thing like we already yeah. had. Yeah. I mean they've already strict
0: they've already straight out said in this version of the Warring Trad, we have to kill the final mm. the final one. That's like already it's not like when we beat Sephiroth and we're like, Well, he's breaking free, so We'll beat him now before he returns to full strength. And then Sophia's kind of the same way, which, again, is also not that satisfying to me. But mm-hmm. it's it's not like we go, as soon as we beat Sephiroth, we're not like, well, we immediately need to kill the other two. We're like, oh, well, I mean, we know we'll have to deal with the other two soon, but it's not mm-hmm. not yet. Not until, like, it's the right time.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So I, I don't, it's just aspects like that, like, not being that satisfying. I thought the demiurges were cool, and I liked seeing them in the cutscene and then seeing them in the fight. And fuck the first demiurge, like really hard. Fuck that guy. I don't know why that he's so. Much... I don't fucking... know why he's so much. I don't know why he's so much stronger than the other two, other than uh, like, being the first. He's not
1: stronger. He just like his parry is. Dude, on he's the got point. the
0: parry and he's got the charge. He's got the infusion yeah. attack. That was murder. Yeah. It's dickheads,
1: man. <laughs> I don't know it. how many people like how many people have fucking died. That fucking Alligans, fucking... dude the first in here, just because, like, oh. Yeah, you know, I know how many
0: monks I've seen die to elixir driving at the wrong time.
1: And- <laughs> yes! Like, you, you learn quick, not the fucking AoE. Is that gonna
0: be, is that what the parry rework is gonna be in 4.0? You, you're yeah. gonna learn not to
1: AoE <laughs> not at back.
0: all. Hey, I'm yeah. gonna multi-dod. Never mind. Nope. <laughs> no, you're not. No, you're no not. you can. You just gotta wait till he doesn't have yeah, it. Like, a yeah, pretty much. It's a warring triad overall. What'd you guys think? Second part, I, I wasn't the biggest fan. It was like so. Cool.
2: Yeah. yeah, I think it's great. All Fuck right, yeah, I think it's great. Unu, right. Unu Kalhai, we we again his master. We can be pretty confident now that he's masters from one of those other shards. Yeah, and, uh, mm. that's really fucking cool, and I think it definitely is Garon, and I'm excited to be hearing more about that. I'm really really excited for the wrap up. This made me super hyped for the wrap up learning any like elegant law always gets me like three-quarter chub at the very least um and uh yeah it was awesome I loved it I'm looking forward to Zivan. I also like the extreme shoehorn again
0: oh yeah we have that remember that data thing we did for Sephiroth? yeah we can do that here too by the way we're gonna do that for the third one I'm just gonna tell you now so you're not surprised when it comes out three and a half months from now Yeah. yeah Alright, and the final bit of story... I guess not the final bit, because I still want to touch upon Gabal, if you have anything to say about it. And this is going to be me more telling you guys what to look forward to. This is Hildebrand. My boy Hilde returns in one of the... In his in my opinion, this is his funniest patch story. Like That's very high praise.
2: It's incredibly, really praise. incredibly hilarious. Look, to put this in context, you haven't been happy with the previous. No, two. I have thought the previous. Part, no, I thought they've had no. good. I thought they've had
0: great. Like I thought the moment, like when you get buff, v, buff Gigi, like yeah. that. That's hilarious. That was like one of the funniest
2: things I've ever seen.
0: Yeah, Julian, of course, the way she reacts to yeah. being called a grandparent is mm-hmm. is of course a big thing. But all of the dialogue; those are moments of greatness. Every single piece of dialogue here was gold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every single piece of it and it all kind of comes together in such a way where you almost develop Hildebrand's character for once. Oh really? Yeah. And mm. he's and he does things that are useful. And he doesn't quite comprehend that they're useful, but he's done them. Mhm. And it's just and it's also great having Julian who basically stays with you the entire patch in following the entire adventure.
2: So, in in developing Hildebrand's character, does it give more credence to my theory that he's like uh, uh, disabled? <laughs> and that, that's that's no, no. Hear me out. Hear me what? Out. Hear me out. Uh, that that you know, assistant is not an assistant. It's a full time carer. He's disabled and is just you know being allowed to do his. No, nope, because his assistant's as dumb as he is. <laughs> How can you be a carer when you're doing
0: when you're as disabled you as the alone? person
3: you Playing
2: alone. Playing Come on.
0: Definitely not playing alone. <laughs> no, you don't understand how many Simpsons references are in this Hildebrand. Really, and that's interesting. There's a lot. There's uh, one. There's one of the quest names is a Simpsons reference. There's there's there, I, I counted at least four or five Simpsons references, and they're all great. <laughs> and they're all great. <laughs> like i'm just thinking about some of the fucking i mean i showed you guys here i'm gonna show some of the faces i took screenshots of these oh god um i'm gonna i'm gonna switch over to the to the media tab um just so we can stay professional here it's black it's a black screen right now which i know sly hates but um
1: (laughs) happy you can eat a grilled dick sandwich for a lot (laughs) here
0: that sounds painful Alright, so that's face by the way, my training was complete when I went to take this screenshot. I want you to just judge these faces. And this these faces kind of imply
1: Oh, let me go back and Switch.
0: Yeah, but yeah, literally my fucking training completed for my barracks as soon as I
2: took this screenshot. Can you can you entitle these faces for us?
0: Alright, so this is Hildebrand being caught doing something. Mm-hmm. Alright. This is this guy who has. Who's very confused by Hildebrand. Uh Then you have... Who's this next one? Then you have Seer, who's shocked and disturbed that any of this is happening in the first place. (laughs) (laughs) Which is honestly, this is my favorite face. This is probably my favorite face of all of them. And then you have one final face of the previous guy getting punched in the face. There you go. Which this is this is a this is a great o face right here. This is just this was a great great o face, I feel. That that's I just took these screenshots while I was playing through cuz I was dying of laughter. <laughs> there he is. There's the old man. Oh man. It it was beautiful. It was. I would. I would gladly have. In, I would have enjoyed all of Hildebrand if the quests were of similar, were of com of quality exactly like this. That's how I feel. I would have been completely. If all the Heavensward, a Hildebrand patches were like this, I would have never asked for a trial.
3: Hmm.
0: Although I do, after playing, the I patch still part, want a trial. Um, I will, I actually. I think there. I, th- I think there will be a trial next patch after this. After this one. I do think we'll see a Hildebrand trial. I wouldn't be surprised not to, because it's tight on development, especially because the rework of the die mm. shit is coming out. Um, but I, I could
2: think of what the trial would be already. So, what makes you think that Scholasticate isn't going to be as good as this? Because it's too much politics, man. I'm not into politics as
0: much. That's a personal preference thing. You don't have to be into politics.
3: No...
1: Right. i mean like it was the whole high lowborn, low- born and...
0: the oh, problem is hard. they did that in 3.1 when it was when it was most relevant, and in 3.4 yeah. who gives a shit anymore.
2: I don't think it's still relevant yeah like it's
3: the still idea relevant. That, that
2: those problems just haven't dissolved overnight. what just because we're overnight it's been fucking yeah, just nine because months gone.
1: like the whole the whole class system is going to change just because it's, yeah, dude, it's, been, it's been nine
2: fucking months. We already know how the class oh, yeah. system
0: changed nine we
2: months. That's that's more than enough time to get rid of a thousand years of of, of a caste. System. Classism, yeah. yeah. Jeez. I mean they already literally yeah, you, told us really how they, optimistic. Yeah. Except yeah. For the fact that they
0: already yeah. told us how the class how this whole like class system has evolved in 3.3.
2: 3. Yeah. Yeah, we got a republic now, but I'm saying that like people's attitudes haven't really changed just because the law has. And on, yeah, mm-hmm. and my chat also brings this up. It's been so long,
0: I just don't care anymore. <laughs> It's been so long since the continuation of it. I just don't care. It wasn't, a, it wasn't a great introduction. It wasn't a long introduction. From what I understand, it's 20, 30 minutes. And then it's nine months after that. And it's like, fuck do I care? I don't, I don't care anymore.
3: Hmm.
2: It could be hilarious. It won't be. It could be. God damn it. Yeah. I just don't care. It's you should be wanting know. to do it because it's more story. It's more to get invested in the world. It's more detail. It's it's. No uh, no 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 no. no, no Ethos Simpsons. Hmm. Simpsons. Alan Simpsons. Yeah, Simpsons references. Come on, guys. No. Yeah. Well, not, that, that's that shit is important right, right now. References. Simpsons references. I, want, guy references. I don't want. I want
0: to smile when I can I'm done. Sit down and watch it. <laughs> I want to smile mm-hmm. when I'm done watching. I don't want to be like, well, fuck was that shit. The,
2: what the. <laughs> what happened with Gabu?
1: Like, you had a smile when that shit happened?
0: No, but when yeah, the whole story was done, I did. Him. Somebody played the titus laugh during that scene, unfortunately. Oh, no. and yeah. as, like, he was like, Mom, Dad, and he's like, Ha 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 ha. Fucking alligans. It's always them always their fault and yet none of us have done the scholasticate for 3.4 so not yet can't comment on it you Obviously,
1: haven't even done 3.1
0: because who cares
1: <laughs>
0: i didn't care about Man. it then what makes you think i care about it now you know why i care so i can win a that's why i care <sighs> i didn't care in 3.1 but i need to know the scholasticate for the next day so i'll do it
2: for that you reason not, you are not gonna win a
0: I don't know man. I,
1: I know two of them.
2: Damn. F- F- is F- even saying that shit. Mm. Oh,
1: no, no. Okay. All right. I I feel better. I says feel better.
0: Mr. It says Mr. they're from 1.0 over there who didn't read. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Shut
0: up, uh, slide racist. How about that? That's my comeback. He's got
2: you there. racist
1: dog, Boobies goddamn it. That jiggle up, a you
2: That Boobies and race. That's it. Oops. You don't know that.
0: <laughs> they can be if in great enough quantity hmm mm. yeah there That's you evil. go But you didn't I think did. about that um yeah i care more for the forgotten Doman adventures guild quest line than i care
2: for the scholastic
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh domen's elegance there you go okay So um, other than that, the only real thing remaining is Gabal. If there's anything you specifically want to comment on with that one, because I have only, I've unfortunately gotten it in my expert once, and that was...
2: Right. Well, uh, let me me have a look. So we've got, again, we've got two different uh, accounts of the boy and the gay dragon, um, one which is, is it the, the dragon gay? Doesn't they say? No, it no, it's definitely the boy and the gay dragon.
0: I'm positive he says <laughs> it in the back. They say it in the <laughs> other. They say it the oh, other it's other
2: the, it's the gay dragon. I'm looking at it right here. The boy and the gay dragon. All right. <laughs> don't don't. Uh, I don't. I, go, I googled it. Just yeah so- <laughs> You Google the boy and the gay dragon? No, boy and the
0: dragon gay. And the you first thing pops the boy up is, and the gay dragon. first thing, first thing that pops up is uh, ffxiv.gamerscape.com forward slash wiki forward slash the underscore boy underscore and underscore the underscore dragon underscore well, I mean, gay. Not, not particularly yeah.
2: reputable, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, we got we got two different accounts. I'm I'm kidding by the way. Game Escape is very reputable. Uh, we got two different accounts. One being like the original one. One being the twisted ish guardian one. That's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Whatever. We've got a love letter from actually. I'm going to do a dramatic reading on this one. All right. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Let me. Oh, there we go. Why must have oh, got, wait? Wait, wait, shit, shit, uh, shit. No, 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 stop, 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 stop. You need, then, you need to. Uh,
0: do we have some There we go. Of for, some reason, for some, some reason, for some reason, up, your your like, video wasn't showing on the blown oh, up dear. version.
2: Oh dear. There you go. Oh, why must the gods curse me so? By what cruel trick of fate was I given this oversized, ungainly body and sent into this world where you abide, my princess, my goddess, my everything, your delicate hands, your shapely head, your dark eyes in which I would lose myself and never return. Yes, every aspect of your being strikes me to depths of the heart I knew not I had until the day you first appeared before me. And yet I am a Rogadin. Could one of your kind ever love a lumbering brute such as me? Good sense tells me the answer is no, but my heart, nay, my very soul will not accept it. For bereft of your company, I fear I will wither away into a wretched husk of what was once a man. Oh, have mercy on this poor soul, my goddess. Pray grace me with your presence when next your travels call you to Limsa. My beloved Brayflox, just say the words and I am yours forever. Is that it? Brayflux. Brayflux. Love letter to Brayflux.
0: And that's from the uh, that's from the Rogadin from the uh, what's it called? Yeah. What? No, I seriously finish the sentence for it. me.
2: Uh, well, it's from a Rogadin in the so I'm not sure who it is.
0: It's not from the mem- one of the members of the, the team that took down Titan. It's not from him. Mm, no, I don't. He is think a Rogadin, so. and he did fight with Brayflux. Yeah, I mean, it could
2: be. I don't know. I feel like it's it's more of like a secret admirer kind of thing. Someone who's like watching her from a distance. Giggity. But yeah, yeah, you could be right. Um, we've got Over the Horizon Redux, which is more on the New World, uh, specifically talking about the Mammal Uh Basically, there's a bunch of different Mammal tribes, which is fair enough. We've got some names for some of them, which is pretty tight. Uh, we've also got uh, the... The way the two-headed Mammal Jha is produced is by having members of the different tribes uh, mate. And the al rule of all Mammal jar kind is known to be one of these. Uh, then we have on the culinary applications of coblins, which was... Uh, Pretty funny. Basically, basically Pretty someone cool. saying, hey, why, why, why hasn't anyone eaten a cobbler? I'm going to eat a cobblin. And then he died. because <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: That was probably the most funny story out of out of all of them. Yeah, that was pretty silly.
2: And then we have proceedings on the Council of Magi on the 284th convocation of the Abdepuri Council of Magi. This is pretty interesting. So it's explaining the reason why we've got, you know, fire one, two, three, four, cure one, two, three, four, etc., as opposed to Cure Curaga. Cura, Curaga. Is right. because when they got to Curaga and they discovered a fourth, more powerful one, they were like. What the fuck are you going to name it? Curate. And they're entertaining. They're they're entertaining all these names, which they think are just kind of silly. So they decide to reform the system entirely into numerical. That's a fucking fucking shoehorn into get a fucking that
0: complaint if I've ever seen one before.
2: But isn't isn't it interesting that some. Um i'm pretty sure in japanese they do still have the mm-hmm. original naming curasa
0: curasa is mm-hmm. another one curasa Kiraja. Yeah. those are all used in other final fantasies
2: <laughs> so maybe maybe someone can explain to me what this text says in japanese i'm proceeding as the council of the magi i'd be quite interested
0: maybe they maybe it tells the same story but maybe they numbered it and then yeah, like, they decided the that other the other numbers were too yeah. confusing <laughs> so they decided yeah. to name them based on their effect yeah. with
2: yeah. yeah, I mean, Murka. like, yeah, yeah, fine. It's a shoehorn and all that, but I kind of like that they've, like, retconned it, and it's, like, yeah. an mm thing. I think that's pretty funny. I like
0: Bullshit. That. <laughs> Bullshit.
2: I think it's great.
0: There you go. Base, ah, ga, ja za. There's also saw. I know Final Fantasy XII and the East Universe uses Curasa, which mm. heals you based on missing health. Mm-hmm. So, uh, bullshit. (laughs) That's all I'll say. Uh, Anything else on Gabal? That's it. That's all. That's all we've got. And that'll (laughs) all be on the That'll be on the test, everyone. So I hope you were listening. Steady. (laughs) Uh, Is there anything else story-wise that I missed in our discussion? Other than Scholasticate, which I don't care about.
2: Mm, No, I don't think so. so
0: no side mm-hmm. stories or anything that i missed is there i'm like i'm legitimately asking i'm not teasing i'm not hinting no uh, I,
1: really don't so. <laughs> I mean no there's not really no. anything to talk
0: about. no yeah chloe ali chloe aliopo and then her friend she's trying to cheer her friend up ali- oh, but
2: chloe chloe, chloe is poo.
0: a uh, is a slave to what rowena I didn't actually yeah. read that text. Yeah, I figured yeah. it. Was. I figured because she has an actual thing. Like yeah. I didn't actually read any of the text, but as soon as I saw yeah. that she was stuck behind a desk, that it was probably yeah. Rowena. So we've but got, She doesn't have like, the
2: she doesn't have the normal Rowena type name. No, but she like it's pretty clear. She's like, oh, and when I you know make sales and stuff, Rowena sometimes gives me goodies. It's like, oh, Rowena sometimes pays you for your work. Wow. Boy, Amazing. We, yeah, good old Rowena. Good old. I just love good the
0: idea of... Rowena of, 2012. Of, I can't wait for her to rebuild Alamigo. She's going to build a wall, <laughs> make the Garlands pay for it. <laughs> okay. I'm telling you, man. It's going to happen. Okay, on that note, I think it's good that... I think it's about time that we wrap things up. For anyone wondering when A or Zivia is going to be, we currently have a plan for three weeks from today. Uh, next week mm-hmm. will be sort of pre-FanFest hype. The following week, I need to ask Ash, but we'd like to do the crafting segment two weeks from now.
1: Um, oh, please, need money.
0: Did money so easy. So you know what I learned about money real mm-hmm. quick, Sly? I did Aquapolis, and a pile, of, yeah, ma- because, a pile yeah. of maple tree leaves dropped. And I'm like, oh, leaves. I wonder how what much you this know? sells I, for. I... Yip, yip, yip. And I was like, <laughs> someone's like, yeah, they sell for millions. And I was like... You fucking kidding me?
1: Leaves? Leaves?
0: The fucking leaves? And it's just the texture. I just imagine opening. Here's what I imagine. I imagine opening the chest and you're Mm
2: -hmm.
3: like,
0: holy shit guys, there's leaves in here. Holy shit, we're fucking millionaires. (laughs) Oh my dude, just pick all the leaves up. Come on, get all the leaves. We'll sell them on the market board. And even funnier though is the imagination that you find the tree.
3: Because
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) you open the chest. (laughs) Holy shit, we found a whole tree. <laughs> Guys, let's go back and plant it. Come on. It's not going to survive much longer. Oh, we also got the macrame, which makes the, uh, the Native American armor. That sold for $4 million within an hour.
3: Jeez. And you need
0: three of them for the craft, by the way. <laughs> and only one dropped. Oof. Uh, that's, yeah, that's how we're going
2: to get peaches. We're going to find a peach tree in the Aquapolis, and so we're going to
0: bring it home. We're going we're gonna to fucking bury it.
2: You see, we just destroyed the economy because no one's doing co-op because no one knows that these things are dropping from there. And now everyone fucking knows. And thanks, Mike. Congratulations. Good good now everyone knows. Thank the price you. of good maps time. went thanks. up to 100. The
0: price of Dragon's Maps went back up to 100K on Greg. Also. God, that's, it's
2: all, it's all going to crash as soon as this hits YouTube. Yeah. As leaves later,
3: like, and they were maple
2: tree leaves, like so you,
0: you know what's really special about those leaves? They were maple tree leaves, so those came from Canada, and they were in the aquapolis. Aquapolis is in Canada, confirmed.
1: Half just ruining the market board. Everybody,
0: yeah. Well, to be fair, Canada ruined the market board, not me, so. So you reckon the
2: sealed deer were Canadians?
0: I mean, look at it. You have Canadian trees and leaves. Mm-hmm. You have Native American stuff. It's all, it's all America. It's just America old america but it's america peaches peaches there you go that's what i like to see <sighs> what do you mean this will be the lost episode of stay of the realm what is canada yeah, gonna come shit, take
1: it from yeah me? this shit ain't going up on on youtube no. like so you had to watch it live yeah, it so everybody around. who watched it live congratulations now you're, you're, now gonna you're gonna make money rich now. you're gonna make money this shit <laughs> ain't going on youtube <laughs> ain't going i got to the, go. the seventh
0: floor again going all left so praise beyonce by the way yeah Absolutely, yeah. I did it again. That's like my fourteenth time I've completed the Aquapolis, <laughs> and I got a music sheet that sold for two point four mil, two point five mil. Jeez. Which it one? Is that? I can't remember. It was one. It was a new one, I think, that they put in there. Got it on the 7th an Aquapolis. Floor. Yeah, the Aquapolis. I, I, cause I it was a one theme, so it might have just been one of the original three. And there's nobody. Mm-hmm. People have been doing it less, so it wasn't worth as much. Um, mm. But yeah, that's uh, yeah. It was. I made a lot of money. Control material, seven hundred gangs. Good. Oh, Unspoken. That's the one that I got.
2: Oh. Mm. All right. Okay.
0: Yeah. Got curious. The maple tree is thirteen mil on Lamia currently.
2: (laughs) What? A Fucking tree. What fucking tree? What is it selling for thirteen mil though, or is it? Or yeah, I guess that's that's kind of a good
0: question. Yeah. Seem to be happy Gillian bags.
2: Oh, so one thing
0: I want you guys to look out for in Hildebrand, by the way, it's story related, they're mm. going to <laughs> reference Alexander at some point. I want you to pay, pay close attention to when that happens and say it out loud. Because if you do, you'll very quickly realize what the reference is. It's very important that you do this. It's very important that we say it out loud. Yeah, you want to read all of the text when the Alexander part comes in out loud. And they even apologize for the joke in the fucking game itself. Oh,
3: dear.
0: Yeah. Oh, so, dear. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All right, everyone. On that note, I think we can wrap things up with State of the Realm this week. Thank you for joining us at this. Why don't you tell them where they can find you
2: and all of your hijinks at? Well, they can find me. Well, you can find me in Vegas next week, apparently. Woo! <laughs> yeah. So look forward to some details uh, for that if you've ordered shirts then uh, i will have your shirts with me can find me can't me back wait back. i have shirts. one uh oh yeah oh, that's right thanks yeah. 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 good you're making it look bad um yeah you can find me on youtube.com slash and twitter at iv and twitch twitch.tv slash i'm getting my internet upgraded in the next couple of days i know so there's like a million dollars but i have actually had the call and it is happening i'm going to be on a regular uh stream schedule by the time we get back from fan fest so please look forward to that i'm excited hi, hi. please look forward to it hi sly I want you to tell them where they can find you at
1: you can find me on twitch.tv slash like gray fox. You can find me on Instagram at like a gray fox You can find me on Twitter at the fox. You can find me in Vegas next week. With a drink <laughs> in my hand. Every every minute. There will be a drink in my hand. That, that is the thing. <laughs> uh, every minute of FanFest. there there will always be a drink in my hand. You can find me in Behemoth, Plot 14, Ward 5, and Lavender Beds. You can find me in the apartment which I haven't furnished yet. Um, in... Um, in the library days
0: as well. And you can find me, Mr. Happy127, all the places. Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. Vegas. Vegas. I'll be at Vegas next week. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll be in Vegas next week. I'll be in Vegas next Woo! week. Yeah, Woo! Vegas, baby! Vegas, baby, it's gonna be a good time. Now we won't do a pay. It's gonna be going will put those coins in the slot machine.
1: What are we gonna do gonna put in the slot machine? do? penny slots. And don't be in drunk. In the slot machine?
0: And Sly don't be drunk. No dunk.
2: No dark. You're not allowed to be dark. No more than usual. There, there's,
1: there's, not, there's not enough time to be drunk. Like, you don't even understand. No, no, you don't even understand. A fan fest. There's not enough time to do anything. Like, well, there's not just, enough time to, time to time fucking stand there.
0: You know what? There's enough there time got... to do at fan festival.
1: Stand in lines. That's fan all fest. you have time for. That's be really all fest. you have time yeah. for. Yeah. yeah. So, and don't
0: forget about your arm wrestling competition with Koji. Yeah, with Koji,
1: week. I gotta do that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we're I gonna like,
0: make it. We're, we're gonna make it happen. I gotta lift bro. I gotta lift bro. I'm gonna record it and put it on YouTube. Can we upgrade it to like a boxing match? Okay. Now you're just being silly.
3: What? <laughs>
2: silly. Well, just because I want to watch Koji King hit Sly.
0: He'll uh, be, do, he'll be do, like do. this. He'll be like this. He'll we're punch gonna... Sly, knock him down, bow down over dwelling. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, we're, we're we're gonna do the Rocky scene, the 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 final scene of Rocky, but three, where it's Apollo and Rocky, and they just punch each other. Yeah, that's what's and saying. it'll
0: end on that, and you and then you'll yeah, just have to fan fest
2: will end on that. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah that's go. yeah in the middle of the in the middle of the Titan song on stage. I really hope they perform Rise Up, the primals, because people are – I've loved making up the lyrics to that fucking song because I have no idea what they're fucking saying. Oh,
2: dude. Yeah.
0: Cool. I, I want to see them do forward I, and back. Yeah, I want to see them. I want to see Kochi perform for, forward, forward and back and, and back forward and back and
3: forward and
0: <laughs> <laughs> just, just standing there like, like completely like perfect posture. Forward and, forward back,
1: and, and back, back and forward and back and they go forward and back and <laughs> boom, 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 boom.
0: I start to sound like fucking what's his name from that like old old show I can't remember what his name is anyway anyway so we're gonna wrap things up thank you for coming by this week we're gonna move over over on into post show we'll see you next week and until then take care
3: see you next week